What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad. I'm Kyle. I'm Marshall. I'm April. Welcome to episode number 243. Tonight we'll be talking about Stranger Things Season 2, and afterwards we will share our favorite movie headlines of the week and conclude with what we've been watching. Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude. Yeah, um, you know, uh, this season of Stranger Things got a little... They had some MAs. They had some mature audience ratings, because they say, you know, shit a lot. Uh, especially and, Dustin. And, uh, yeah, especially Dustin. He has, like, a whole scene where he just goes on a cussing tirade. But, yeah, like, we're going to we're gonna say some some harsh shit, and we're going to say fuck and dude and... Dude's, dude? not a, dude's not a bad word. A I, I think word. it's a French bad yeah. word. I don't know. I don't speak French. just depends on what you put before or after the word dude. <laughs> yeah, if we're going to say fucking dude ass <laughs> yes. at some point. I'm so. sure something like that will come up at some point in this conversation. Uh, but yeah, we, so we are uncensored, uh, uh, Marshall, yes. but we're not too bad, right? Not usually too bad. We talked a few episodes ago. Um, your mom wouldn't listen to us, though, right? <laughs> oh, God, no. So where does that put Never. us? <laughs> In between mom never listening and, and FCC coming down. Has your dad ever listened to us? I think he has. I He's think like, he's listened to son, you need to stop hanging out with that Mr. Hawkins. <laughs> I've been telling you for 20 years. <laughs> so April, how about our uh, your church friends? Do they listen? I don't have any church friends. I don't <laughs> your Facebook friends, not mine. You don't go down to the church. I don't go to the local chicken dive. No, <laughs> all my friends would be able to listen. Okay, well that's good. Those are, those are good friends. Those are good friends. Uh, also, they don't, but they would be able to. <laughs> but their kids would not be able to listen. Yeah. Yes. that's an appropriate yeah. so thing. So if to it's bedtime, know. tuck them in. If it's early morning, wait for them to get on the bus. Unless and, their kids are cool. And not, not to the last people on the bus, and then let's, let's fucking talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. NSW, not safe for work. Yes. NSFW, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a, f- a couple friends actually listen to us at work one day, and uh, they didn't they didn't know, and they, <laughs> they turned it up as right away. We're gonna fucking talk about fuck fuck shit, and they're like, they just turned you know white as a ghost because their boss just looked and like, what are you listening to? <laughs> right out the gate, but that's why we do this. Right out the gate, you know what yeah. you're getting into. All right, and spoiler alert, we'll be talking about everything, everything uh, Stranger Things season two. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't watched the show and you don't want it ruined, pause the episode, come back later. I'm sure season one stuff will get spoiled too. So yes, if you've watched true. season two but not season one. One, you're weird. Barb Two, doesn't make it. Be what are you wasting all your week on time <laughs> yeah, You don't even on. know who the fuck Barb is, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be surprised. So, guys, Stranger Things Season 1 became this cultural phenomenon. Anticipation for Season 2 was as high as you can get. Did Season 2 live up to the hype machine? Well, I mean, first, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it did not. What is it at right now? Ninety. It was ninety-four percent for season one, ninety-three for season two. So oh, yeah, okay. to say that it didn't is, is ridiculous. Trash and burn. Yeah, one percent drop from the previous season. No, I mean this um, show, like you said, was a, a cultural phenomenon that kind of surprised Netflix yeah. and and the, everyone who created it because it went through like twenty different studios of them saying like, no, no, one, we're not going to make this. And Netflix was like, fuck it, we'll we'll try it. Well, everyone else was dumb. Yeah, and then fucking you have. The Super Bowl. There's a 30 second ad for a Netflix television show that's not coming out for like nine more months, <laughs> and like people were so fucking hyped for that 30 seconds. That got talked more than about a game that came down to the fucking wire almost. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of hype behind season two. Does it live up to it? Yeah, I think yeah. it does. 
I think so too, man. I think the Duffer brothers knocked it out of the park. And I'll be the first to admit, I was I was a little worried. I mean, you know, with a sequel, you got you got to go bigger, you got to go better. But I think for the most part, I think they nailed it. I have a few issues. I don't think it's quite up there with some of my personal favorites, like say Better Call Saul, right. Game of Thrones. But let me tell you, it's pretty damn close. It is must see TV. You know, it's here to stay. And and I think this has cemented itself. Stranger Things is a thing. Marsh. Mm-hmm. Simple answer. Simple answer is yes for me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it is always difficult season two when you got to have bigger villains, new characters, whether that's all going to work or not. But uh, I like think in this sophomore one, sophomore slump. They the call sophomore it. slump. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think they hit it on, hit the nail on the head, and they they stayed true to what made the first season so interesting yeah. and so captivating. I think everything in this character <laughs> progression, mythology, effects. Yeah. I mean, we'll, I think we'll get into it, but honestly, better. the biggest thing that jumped out to me, I love the music in this, oh, just yeah. the Fox, score yeah. and the soundtrack. The Sense score was, was phenomenal. Really and I haven't so. even finished Daredevil season two or the Defenders, but I gobbled this up in like two days, wasn't it? Three days. Three days we gobbled this up. So what did you think of this? I'm gonna disagree. Ooh, she's and at one percent. I am that one percent. That now I, I remember why you're not on. <laughs> I don't think it lived up to the hype. Do I think it did things very well? Yes. Do I think the soundtrack was amazing and all the different things that we'll get into? Um, but a lot of things fell short and just felt familiar. And for a second season, I want a little bit more. And this felt a little bit more unfocused and a little crunchy and characters. And we'll get into all the reasons Yeah, I was really why. surprised because we watched all nine episodes together and uh, I was really feeling it, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, a couple issues which we'll get into. This is going to be a hard review for me because I don't get to sit down at this table in front of the mic and just say, yes, perfect, yes, praise, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what a lot of this review is going to be is just me uh, just heaping praise on it. But yeah, you you did not Sucking like that it. duffer dick. Yeah, you did not care <laughs> for it too much. It's not that I didn't care for it. I and think like you enjoyed it. You definitely I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it and there were a lot of great things yeah. about it. It's hard to say live up to the hype is like a very yeah, like that's why you said did yeah. it live up to the hype so there was a facebook post you and i've talked about somebody else posted that it was the best television series ever in all caps and i was like Woo. but that's no Have you that's watching- a really bold <laughs> and very bold. like mm, have you been statement. watching better call Saul? maybe <laughs> have you watched Game of Thrones, have yeah. you watched Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, any other, there's some really great TV shows out there. I don't think this is the best ever. Do I think it was really good and it holds a level up there? Yeah. This is I the best th- thing Netflix is putting out? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I really I so. liked the um, San Andreas, the one with Demi Moore. Oh, uh, uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, Santa Clarita Diet. Diet. Was it Demi Moore? Was it? It was uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I really liked that. So I don't know. I think it's a it's on par with what Netflix has been putting out, which is some really stellar, awesome shows that you can binge watch all at once mm-hmm. and not have to wait weeks. Yes, I agree with that. But we'll get into why. Yeah. I don't. But, think it's but then the best. every Sunday we watch Walking Dead. Walking Dead was on this weekend, and we're like, can we just go back to Stranger Things? And we're going to get into pacing. Uh, yeah. you know, we're going to analyze yeah. the pacing of this. And I know bad pacing. Okay, bad pacing is Walking Dead. All right, I'm a yeah. huge fan of the comics. Not so much for the show. I don't even know why we fucking watch <laughs> Walking Dead still. Bad pacing. But what did you guys think of the pacing and this nine-episode structure with Stranger Things? I mean, the, the the joys of Netflix is you do get to binge things. And so um, in season one, it, was, it, it actually was helpful for it because you just kept wanting to burn through it and watch all these episodes. Season two, I think, hurts it. 
because season two, I think, would have benefited a lot from having that week off. If this was like on television, there there are certain shows where you need that that week off. A Breaking Bad, a Better Call Saul, like you need that week off to absorb a little bit more to and to have that and happened. to have that like tension yeah. for what's coming next. Um, season one didn't do as good a job as like as like ending episodes with a lot of like tension and like ooh what the fuck's about to happen. But season two definitely kind of had that almost in every episode like ooh something big something bigger something, yeah something yeah. bigger is coming in the next episode. And so I think like it would have you know, festered in people a little bit more if this was, like, a weekly show, and it probably would have benefited yeah. a little bit more. See, but I would disagree with that to a certain point because of some of the problems that I have with some mm-hmm. of the episodes and the story where the storyline went, because if I was coming in new and I never watched Stranger Things 1, which, why would I do that? But some people yeah. do, and they just jump in, and they're like, oh, this is this new Phenomenon. thing. Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. oh, let me watch it. Stranger Things 2. It's the newest <laughs> thing. Um, I might have stopped watching it because of certain storylines that I was just like, what is that about? That's just, like, which we'll get into. Yeah, but. which, and the verdict is still out on binge-watching. We did an episode on that probably yeah. about six months ago, maybe even more. And I don't know even know what I think about binge-watching. It's a blessing and a curse because I love taking the weekend off, sitting in that uh, on that couch, ordering some pizza, being with the family, and you blow through nine episodes. But then I agree. Sometimes I'm like, man, it's it's done. Mm-hmm. I looked at my wife and I go, now we only have to wait a year <laughs> to get more yeah. of this content. And that sucks. Um, but what did you think of the pacing? You thought it was the pacing was good for I thought, nine episodes? No, I thought the pacing, I thought there was a couple episodes and a couple parts of episodes that were like Walking Dead-esque time fillers where I want to try and give you a, a, a snapshot of what might come, but it didn't feel right. It, it so for me, it threw off the pacing. It threw off the whole feel of the show, and like from season one, um, and I don't know if we want to talk about this now, but like Eleven being removed from the rest of the cast was a big problem yeah, for we'll me, and with the pacing and everything, I think yeah. it affected that for me. And one of the reasons I didn't like it as much. Yeah, and for me, I always say tight is right. There's a few exceptions to that rule. Like I think Game of Thrones next or last year should have been probably an episode or two, you know, longer, maybe to take it up to how many uh, episodes does Game of Thrones episodes or season seven have? Wasn't that it was like seven? seven I, think. I think that could have been nine. I think nine is a good number. I mean, they just announced Punisher 13 episodes for season one. I'm like, man, are you kidding me? No, I'm not interested in that. You know, um, I think uh, Defenders had, what did Defenders have? It was pretty up eight. there. Well, was, are it, you, was it eight? Was that it? Are you asking if having nine episodes was enough or if the... Yeah, do you think the uh, oh. the the season was able to be told within those nine episodes? Oh, definitely. I think... I think one whole episode could have been left out, in my opinion. Yeah, I think but, we're um, <laughs> probably all going to be close to an agreement with yeah, it. I'm but, curious what everybody's going to think when we get I there. But I think that, um, yeah, I thought nine episodes is good. I thought you meant like storyline pacing and where it was yeah, going. Yeah, that and, too. Okay. Because they have a lot to cram in here. Marshall, what mm-hmm. did you think of uh, the pacing of the entire season and uh, nine episodes? Um, overall, I thought the pacing was pretty good. I mean, I think it's difficult... Um, Honestly, it probably could have gone another episode or two, I think, um, because okay. some parts feel, felt a little rushed, but you're also, yeah, and you're also, you've got your main characters that everybody knows, but then you've got, what, at least two new, pretty three new m- characters, two or oh, three, like pretty four or five, like, major big, new characters, yeah, yeah. so you got to incorporate their stories, you got to incorporate what's going on in this storyline, this other one. So I understand why they did some of the things they did, but I, I do feel like yeah, they they might have been able to 
to push another one or two episodes out, really? actually. And it just, yeah, just make it feel a little bit more fleshed out than yeah, what it was. because I think there was nine episodes. I think th- I didn't think there was any fat, really. I think that we'll get into that episode. Mm. I don't even think that was fat. I just think it, it wasn't necessary. You know, like, I don't think it's just will spinning. I just think that they're trying to do some different things, which we'll get into. But yeah, we get all these new characters in nine episodes. We get um, the the tunnels. What are the tunnels mm-hmm. there for? Um, you know, what's their purpose? We get uh, the whole thing with Dart. You know, we get uh, we get a lot of stuff here, and I think it was told pretty well within within well, nine. With yeah. what Marshall is saying, I do agree that it could have been a couple more, and that's part of the issue I has is. There's not enough in in the first episode or the first season. There's a lot of character development, and you get a lot more in depth with the characters and having concrete connections to them. And this one, I would have liked more for mm-hmm. some of the characters to really. What's that story of Bill? I mean, we had that conversation. What's Billy's really background? Why is he such a douchebag? Yeah, Bob. And I know they originally <laughs> didn't because we watched some of the Beyond the um, Stranger Things. Which, uh, by the way, if you um, if you finished Stranger Things, watch Stranger Things Beyond or Beyond Stranger Things. I love that. I, I'm still not did done they do with that it. The first season? No, mm-hmm. I think this okay. is the first time. But have you watched any of those? I, I, I watched. I just two. started. I it's, just started it. I thought it was a little... I'd have to try to get into it more. I thought it was like us sitting at a table. It it's does. It's just chaotic. It's, it's, sometimes it's, I'm like, just tell the story. Let me let me get some info. And they're it's like... And kids are like... Calm your nuts, dude. Badass set, though. No, I like... It's hosted by Jim Rash, who had a television show called The Writer's Room, which is really similar. It's just like... They take like popular shows like Breaking Bad, Dexter, New Girl, like, and they just bring the writers and like a star from the show in. They just talk about the show and the writing process. Just when you throw the kids in there, they get a little too hyper sometimes. Yeah, what I love about that, though, is unlike any other show, like you have, you know, Walking Dead and, you know, whatever. Talking Dead. Talking Dead. I never watch that shit. But with this, you get a... I love hearing these kids talk and how, you know, they're so excited, you know. How the kiss scene went. No, so I know one of the things that Bob wasn't supposed to be a big character in the show when they originally wrote him, and but I want Sean Astin. I want to see more of him. Yeah. He did a great job yeah, in this character, it. and I want more of and that. So I think they, they could have done a couple more. But I think yeah. they could have done even more episodes to develop that, to develop yeah. a couple more characters, to give more details about. Well, you, the tunnels and different things. Yeah, you mentioned like that. Billy. I'm I'm actually kind of glad that they didn't explain everything there. Like there was a nice yeah. scene with him and his his mm-hmm. his dad. Yeah. You kind of understand it comes why in he's late a dick. though. So yeah, he's been abused, and you kind of you know understand but what you, is going on with him. But you don't know that for like seven episodes. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah. It, it takes a while. Yeah. But then for those seven well, episodes, Matt, you're just thinking he's the. Yeah. Um, the stereotype, yeah. you know, asshole Williams high Zapka. school. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I was <laughs> cool with that because they, they're always playing with motifs and things mm-hmm. like that and with the 80s, you know, um, kind of standards. So mm-hmm. I was cool with that. But uh, I think we'll definitely get some more Billy in season three, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So. But uh, one of the biggest complaints about just Stranger Things season one, which blows my mind, is that it was just nostalgia porn. So a lot of people just they don't like those cultural references. Did, were you guys? Did you guys feel like losers? Did you guys feel like that with season one? <laughs> um, with season one, uh, no, not at all. I, I didn't feel it with season two, and I think that it was definitely a lot more prevalent in season two. Um, and there were a lot more like smaller nods, or a lot of like even just like shots. Like you would see a shot, and you'd be like. Oh fuck! There's the the scene where uh, Will opens his front door and he's like kind of in the upside down. You can see the shadow monster in the back, and like it's it's close encounters of the third kind. It's mm-hmm. exactly straight up ripped off of that when the kid mm-hmm. opens the fucking door, and then there's like when Eleven is standing in front of the the snowy TV. It's it's Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the exact same angle and everything. Like there's so many smaller nods that 
make those like very obvious wink wink nudge yeah. nudge moments not seem so bad. Yeah, I yeah. eat because I eat that shit up. I think it's yeah. the charm of Stranger Things. It's what Stranger Things is built on. It's not like some show that's just trying to be. 80s here and there. I mean, mm. they kind of pull from all that. So mm. I, every time that there's a reference or a nod, I'm like, ah, oh, check that out. Like when we were watching uh, this, um, I forget what episode it was, but it was um, when you have Jonathan Nancy and they're pacing around and, and they're getting ready to, uh, he, he walks out of the room and goes and confronts Nancy. I'm, I even looked at April and I had no idea that that's what they were going for. I'm like, this reminds me of Temple of Doom because like this mm. last oh. year here, we just did the whole, that's... you know, Indiana Jones trilogy thing, three where I'm like, that's... I thought Jonathan was going to go out there and then there's going to be some kind of villain that he had to have to take on, just kind of mm-hmm. like Temple of Doom. But I was like, they're even pulling from Temple of Doom here. And then I found mm-hmm. out after the fact, yeah, that was an idea. Was of, yeah, it was the idea like from Temple eight, of Doom. It's late. Yeah. 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 But what did you guys think of the pop uh, culture references in season two? Did you think that season one was I, too too much? No, I've, I've always felt like they were handled well. I never felt that they were too overt or It's the in charm, your face. right? Yeah. It's, I don't it's, get it's the very criticism. It's subtle. Um, I mean, it takes place in the '80s, but it doesn't. It doesn't just straight up copy. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced to me. It feels like very natural. Yeah, kind natural. Of That's a good word. I so. feel like this could have been filmed actually in the '80s. Not yeah. that it just takes place in the '80s, but it actually could have been filmed. Yeah, and that's yeah. the charm of it, and that's what people like, and why they keep coming back and wanting. Yeah, it feels just, very familiar. Yeah, like, and that's what I think. That's why. Probably a lot of people our age like it because yeah. it's very familiar. Just, just the the things they do, like you said, the references. You just even the small subtle ones you pick up on, and and uh, like like the first season with the ET bikes, you know, they're riding around mm-hmm. like yeah. that. It's like those are just things that 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 click in your memory. Like, oh, that looks very familiar. And it wor- for me, it works. Yeah, I think this year was even more, um, you know, just nostalgia references. I mean, you had. Especially in episode one or two, there you have um, Ghostbusters, you have the Michael Myers mask, Halloween, you have that uh, mm-hmm. um, Indiana Jones Temple of Doom scene I was talking about. And I don't know if you guys heard it, we caught this, but when um, Dustin is messing around with Dart, you hear just the underlying score of Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Did, you, oh, really? did you guys catch? Did you catch that? I was like, dude, that is awesome. What episode eight or six or eight is? It's aliens. Episode six is fucking it's, aliens. Yeah, it's aliens. Yeah. yeah, like the whole episode is basically into, an alien into the lab. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so did you guys, you had no problems with all that? Like, I love the Ghostbusters bit. I thought oh, the yeah. Ghostbusters bit in this was perfect. How you have, um, no one wants to be too uh, Peter Vinkman's. No. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. No I'm sorry. Yeah, nobody Winston. wants to be Winston. Yeah. He's, he's, the, the, yeah, no he's not Winston. the scientist. He's not an original <laughs> Ghostbuster. Nobody yeah. wants to be him. He has a beautiful line later when he's talking to Max, and she's like, and, or something. I believe it's Max, and she's like, "What happens if you don't stop it?" And he's like, "It's Judgment Day." Yeah, which is and a they, line Winston says in Ghostbusters. Well, that's to, what they referenced in the Beyond episode that they were talking about. Yeah, they did that on purpose because awesome. oh, really? Because one of the directors, he's like, he's like, that's my favorite scene in Ghostbusters is with Winston when they're in the car with Ray. He talks about his judgment day and that's why they gave uh, what's his name? What's the kid? Lucas. Lucas. That's why they gave him that line because yeah. Mm -hmm. I love them both showing up with two Vakemans dude. I just love that and that whole geeky conversation (laughs) It it plays perfect into your like idea of what would happen like oh they're going to dress up with Ghostbusters oh yeah of course Lucas is going to be Winston and he's like I don't want to be Winston even he's the black dude he's like I don't want to be fucking Winston man Winston sucked he came on too late into Ghostbusters and he didn't do shit but would you guys play Dragon Slayer at all? 
I did. Did you? I was super excited to see, and I said that (laughs) during the while we were watching. I'm like, "Oh, there's Dragon Slayer!" I remember watching that and then playing that in the arcades. That's so cool. And I literally vented right before Dustin did about how shitty that game is and how it just eats your quarters and it's a piece of shit. (laughs) It doesn't eat your quarters. It's really fun. You can play for about thirty seconds, and that's the most you're ever gonna get. I've seen it in passing, but I've never played. Uh, I heard it's hard as hell. You maybe played it. <laughs> That's awesome. Tough. And then Dig Dug. I just like thematically that it's you know uh, yeah. Dig Dug about these creatures yeah. and these An episode names. I know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I love that. And I love the episode titles too. Mad Max is the first mm-hmm. one. You got Dig Dug. I mean, the Treat Freak. We got Pollywog, Willie, Will, Will the Wise, Dig Dug, the Spy, the Lost Sister. We'll talk about that. The Mind Flayer, the Gate. And that's, that's those episodes, man. Yeah. It did, did it seem like they lost some of those references later on. I mean, we do get the aliens. It does feel very aliens in the last two episodes. But it yeah. seems like it tapers off a little bit after the Ghostbusters and the Gremlin stuff for a while. Sure, a little bit. But, it's, I mean, there's still mm-hmm. plenty fucking there. I think they just become less obvious. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anything you want to say about nostalgia? I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I do think it's... It, I understand people's issue with it if they didn't have that connection but like marshall said i think it reaches to an audience that it's supposed to reach to and i think it's an appropriate level um there's hidden gems for those of us who have been there Mm -hmm. and lived through things and then there's new things for people to see so i don't think it's overwhelming though yeah Yeah, it's not like hey we're 80s like every 30 seconds i mean there's not a whole bunch of neon pop and like fishnet and hair up in your face yeah exactly there was a party party. (laughs) but that was appropriate because it was that it's always in an appropriate place and time it's not just in your face i'm in the 80s remember i'm in the 80s like i think it's done well like the whole shoulder pad outfit that they like I see the references. I, mm-hmm. I recognize them, but it's not in my face, so mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Yeah, and that arcade was awesome, yeah. guys. That arcade was, was we seen that in the trailer. But I was uh, looking at some of the special features, and um, I guess that was just an abandoned building that they mm-hmm. turned into, remodeled into an arcade. But they, yeah. I thought they hit that right on the nose. You know, I think that arcade looks fucking amazing. Um, so let's talk about the first episode, Mad Max. The opening scene didn't take place in Hawkins. We get number eight's reveal through a high-speed pursuit in Pittsburgh. So thoughts on the opening scene? Yeah, uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on? What am I watching? <laughs> yeah, Where are they like, going with who, this? Who are these fucking people? No. And I, I was watching the wrong show for a second. I did too. I was like, did I fucking click the wrong thing? <laughs> That's... And then, you know, you get the reveal, you know, of eight. And you're like, oh, okay. Now I like this, and Stranger Things pops up, and then you're back in Hawkins. Uh, yeah, that that opening was was pretty sweet, and I, I love that. Like, you know, she doesn't have the same powers as Eleven, which is nice, because then you're kind of like, oh, what the fuck's going? Like, she makes that thing just, you know, she you think she like just makes the uh, bridge just collapse, but she's really just fucking with that cop's mind, which is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers all the time, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but it was a very jarring cold open for me. I was looking at my wife, and not for a second, you know, I knew we, we put in, you know, Stranger Things Season 2, and I get what they're going for. They're trying to evolve this universe. They're trying to go bigger, you know, but it just, I tell you what, man, I'll be honest, it cheapens it for me, man. I wanted to be back in Hawkins right mm-hmm. away. I mean, that's where that story takes place, and that's where all the fun characters are. And, you know, after she does that thing... 
and those cops get blocked, you know, I'm like, am I watching some cheap X-Men, some Dark mm. Mutants crap? And then th- she has different powers. I'm like, what's next? You know, is, is someone, one of these other sisters or one of these other numbers, are they going to, you know, be able to, you know, teleport people? I mean, what's, what's you know, what's the limit here? You mm. know, and I don't want that because that's every other show on TV right now. I mean, between mm. Gifted and Dark Mutants. And, and I was like... I took a deep breath and I was like, man, but then they get us back into Hawkins and we don't even revisit that until like seven episodes later. Six episodes yeah. later, yeah. Was it? Yeah. 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 So it. Uh, what did you think of that, Marsh? Well, it's yeah, it's a pretty bold opening to go completely different and new characters and different setting and whatnot. Are you uh, on board with that with Stranger Things? I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, I guess my only issue might have been how long it took to go back to it. Mm-hmm. That it was like six episodes because I think by episode five, I'm like, whatever happened to that girl <laughs> from the first? <laughs> I know, yeah, the opening too. scene. Like, are they going back to that or not? I and cared, they finally and did. I didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> like know? it piqued my interest, but then yeah, they they didn't. I feel like they could have gone back quicker and it would have worked a little bit better. But it was it worked fine for me. It was intriguing to see that there's another number out there and. Uh, um, see how that ties into the yeah, story. Yeah, and it, it, it makes complete sense. Like, I've wrecked my mind trying to come up with an alternative idea mm-hmm. of how to fix this for me. And um, I don't know, man, because it makes sense that there's other numbers out there. It makes Absolutely. complete yeah. sense. But yeah. I just don't give a shit. I don't care about that story. And I was, I was really, I don't want this to turn into X-Men heroes or dark mutants or mm-hmm. gifted. I want this to remain Stranger Things. So they're going to have to do some really interesting things and not let it become stale. What do you think? But I think they, I mean, I realized the reason they did it was to kind of plant that seeds for the later episode. But I think they could have gone about it in a different way. And it shouldn't have been the opening scene. Because for me, it set expectations of the show going a different way. We didn't revisit it until six episodes later. And... It, the look and everything of those characters with Eight's gang and stuff was different than the kids that I'm mm-hmm. used to seeing and the whole feel and vibe of Stranger Things. So I, I didn't feel like it was warranted and needed and I didn't like it. And yeah. that's part well, of it. It started off bad for me, Brad. Yeah, that's why it didn't Because well. I, I love all the Hawkins characters, every one of them. And there was no one, and again, we didn't have too much time with them, but they all just came off very generic, generic TV to me. Every, everything from um, 11, or not 11, 8, to her, her squad. I mean, even that, that big black dude, he didn't mm. even seem like he... Funshine? Yeah, Funshine. Fun he's a he's just, reference. It seemed like a nod to Howard the Duck 80s reference movies of, like, over-the-top characters See, I didn't even get that. Like that. I didn't even yeah. get that. I just got generic. Well, I, well, I got, like, warriors and stuff. So yeah, I got yeah. more of, like, a punk, like, side culture of, of the 80s. I suppose that was a little heavy-handed with kind of the 80s punk yeah. kind of scene. You but it's know, crazy because like, we it, don't ever talk like that with the rest of the references yeah. like Ghostbusters and Gremlins. I just don't think it was, you know, implemented well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, it, I mean, it's it's, it's hard because, I mean, if you don't set it up as the opening scene, you know, where do you, you put it? Yeah. Because um, you can't, if you put it in the, the beginning of the episode where they're their mainstay, then it's like, okay, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. It's hard to kind of randomly throw it to episodes, you know, yeah. two through six somewhere. So it's like, it, it's well, hard I to think they could have set it, it up in the later episode when Eleven goes and finds her mom and things like that. I think that could have been the setup. We didn't have to know that she had a special power, just mm-hmm. that she's supposed to locate this other girl who was in that rainbow room with her, and then they could have set it up there for future seasons. I don't think we needed to get into what is her power, what is her gang, and then the whole 
emo goth punk look that mm-hmm. Eleven develops after she hangs out with her for a day and tries to rob people and do bad things. Hey, that look is bitchy. Like, that bitchy. was... Okay, I, I don't know if we're going there, but I hated that look, and I hated the whole thing I'm, that yeah, she I'm, had I'm, going I'm on. I'm divided there, too. Since you already started that, let's just go ahead and talk. Let's jump to episode seven, okay? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, that's when we we get to the Lost Sister. I think that episode's actually cause, uh, called, called Lost, Lost Sister. Sister. Yeah, but uh, thoughts on this? I'm divided on that too. Everything. Uh-huh. I'm divided on even the way that she looks. I get it. It's it's fun. I I don't really mind the way that she looks. Um, I th- I just think it's the story that's packed with it. Right. <laughs> you uh, know. No, I mean, I, the Lost Sister is IMDb's lowest rated episode for any episode on this the show at six point six. And I love I love this too. I'm I'm love when you can watch TV and then you're thinking that and then you get on the internet because I I didn't even get on the internet until. Monday about Stranger Things and I remember us being having these issues with it and it's cool when you start talking to everybody else and they're like yeah we feel the same way. I just for me it felt like Eleven was playing the part of a punk and it wasn't authentic and natural. Well Well, exactly so I didn't like that and it even when she came back to Hawkins which I love the title of the town, by the way. <laughs> when she comes back to that, I... Think I it's pretty generic. It, yeah. Oh, shut up. It's not generic. <laughs> Hawkins AV Club is pretty awesome. Um, it, it just feels forced. And that's one of the things I didn't like because Stranger Things 1 was so much more fluid and just... It just felt right. Yeah, and I get it was I, natural. And I, again, I get the purpose of this episode. She goes over here, she gains experience so she can come back, save the day, and close the gate. And it closes up the mama thread. So you know? she levels up in her D and D character <laughs> so that she can come back and take on the mind flayer. Yeah. I think I think this episode okay. is is gonna be something that when we see season three, this episode's gonna be really important. Yeah. And I agree. Because I think we're I mean we're we're likely probably gonna get eight back at some point as a maybe a, a pseudo nemesis. Um you and know that's what I'm and, worried and about. And you've got you've got this idea, you know, they planted the seeds that, you know, the Doctor, whatever the fuck his name is, is still alive potentially. Um, Doctor Brenner. Brenner. Brenner, yeah, Doctor Brenner is still alive. Papa, still alive. Papa. Um, so like, I think, and and it does. She gets that new look, but it, it also kind of changes her because of that 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 last scene where she's closing up the whole like she elevates like because the, they talk about like uh, when she's moving the train, she's like you need to like find that anger, and it's like when she's. Well, it's her Star it's Wars moment. It's but her yeah, Star Wars moment. Yeah, it's, 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 she has to like she has to channel yeah. something in her that Trainable. she wouldn't have found just <laughs> naturally on her own. But I think she would have in that episode because she's back with the people she cares about. She's back with those things that but make she, sense to but her. But she has to focus on her anger to close that hole to close to close that that portal. She, she didn't need use... to focus on her anger. She needed to focus on her protective factor and Mike being there. I and that's think what she took needed her to back focus to on her love. No. no, but that's what took her love. back to Hawkins was her feeling, her love, her yeah. connection to Hopper and Mike and the rest of the people and, well, it relates to the two of them. But I think it was love that closed the portal anyway, wasn't she? didn't use anger to uh, shut down. I, there's that. I mean, there's, 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 a, there's a lot of flashback eye. scenes yeah. that you, look you, like yeah, anger. Yeah, you've really got to, like, I'd have to see she's, she's wearing scene. anger on her face. Yeah. She's yeah. got this, like, look on her. Like, she's levitating yeah. in this last fucking scene. She's bleeding out of both her she's, nostrils, she's which we've never seen her every orifice. She's just got this, like, she's got this intent fucking, like, pissed off stare in her eyes. But doesn't she start remembering back to all the, like, good 
moments. He starts I'd, remembering a little bit of Hopper and a little bit of uh, Mike and all them. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not for I sure, think, but there's a thousand and one ways to. I've always I say this a lot on AV, but there's like there's you can write a scene so many different ways, and I think that you can still get obviously to that ending without taking us to the train station and the punks. This is this mm, is something that they're. See, they, I don't know if you can. Uh, yeah, for sure, dude. I, mean, I don't that's, know if there's you can. Only, you can't in nine episodes. You're asking yeah. a lot to kind of. No, but I'm saying. You're at that, one location with one group of people. We could just rewrite that to where anyone can tr- can uh, teach her the same lesson. We don't have to go to a train set. Well, who teaches her that then? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I have mean, the answer to that. I mean, we could bring Magneto in. I just feel like going? I understand why people, this is the lowest rated episode because it takes her on a separate journey uh-huh. from everybody else. But for her character progression, I think you kind of have to have an episode like this so she develops. Yeah, I just because don't want she, this Otherwise, to be... she was so stagnant because for that last year, she's just stuck in a cabin with Hopper. Hopper and I love that, she needs, Which is fine, yeah, but, yeah, but for her to get to the point where she needs to be in episode nine, she has to have something outside of Hawkins, outside of her group, to push her and to challenge her and to help her Yeah, that's just what scares me, though, because this indicates to me that this is either going to be spinoffs or, you know, like you just said, it's going to be a strong move into season three. And everything that I love about Stranger Things... I wouldn't be behind that. I don't want to see her sister become a nemesis. I I hope not, because that does sound good. Either a nemesis or we're going to start getting, you know, different mutants, you know, uh, these lab rats with different powers, you know, and I just... That's not Stranger Things to me. No, I don't want to see that either, but I think for her, for, for Eleven... I think that was a necessary journey to get to where she needed to be. Yeah. I think she could have learned some of those lessons with Hopper and just not going there, but that's where they want to take us, you know? Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say well, about that? I mean, are we even going to focus on the whole eight story and hunting down the whole scientists who yeah, have that's made her do that? Yeah, and that story is just fucking weird. Whereas she's just like. It, it, Eleven just gains the ability to like know where people are. It just right. kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, you're, like, well, you're like, magically, she what? found eight by having that picture in her yeah. head, and now she's a tracker. She's, yeah, it's she's like, got where the fuck did this X-Men come from? Well, see, that's the <laughs> thing. She, They're showing she... all these new sets of powers. That's why I wouldn't be surprised if you know. But um... Didn't she do some of that in the first season? I don't think so. I don't think so. She might I have. I might she, forget. She it's been a while. In that room and had her blindfold on. She was like when she was with. Well, she goes that like black room and stuff. But yeah, but she didn't look at picture and just be like, hey, I know where Marshall is. But she had some sort of instruction. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. I didn't go back and watch all of one. Yeah. I wanted to bring a quote up real quick from the Duffer Brothers, who are the directors. Um, They spoke up about episode seven because all the criticism. They said, whether it works for people or not, it allows us to experiment a little bit. It's important for us to try stuff and not feel like we're doing the same thing over and over again. It's almost like doing a whole little other pilot episode in the middle of our season, and I agree, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of a crazy thing to do. But it was uh, really fun to write and cast and work on. And uh, so just any comments about that quote there? Yeah, I mean, it it does make sense because episode seven is a standalone episode. You go from season six, there's no 11 in it whatsoever, to seven is only about eleven. Like we don't get any of the other kids, and yeah. it's like really strangely set apart. Like season I think, or episode seven. Quick, I think makes... that's why this one's a little tougher to binge, right? Because it would make more sense if like you come back a week later and then it's a separate episode. But if you're binging yeah, it, it feels true. weird. It felt a little out of place. Yeah, and so it feels like if they could have like sprinkled this across two or three episodes, then it probably would have sat a lot better with people. Um, but yeah, it, it, it maybe that's what they're trying to do because it's so fucking popular that they. Want Netflix is like, hey, give us some sort of spinoff here. I, I maybe this is at least at least they're trying it and not just boldly going a whole season with this yeah. sort of shit. Like, 
if you like sprinkle it in and people are like, I don't like that, then you can back off of it before you commit to yeah. it. Well, mm-hmm. you know what I think when I when I see this and I hear that they, they're talking about, well, it feels like a pilot. I'm wondering, I'm just curious behind closed doors. Okay, this is Netflix, probably, mo- it's their most popular TV show, right? Next to maybe a House of Cards, which is done. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. done. This is their big thing, and... Netflix isn't stupid. They're they're about money, okay? And they uh they have to create some more. And wouldn't you want spinoffs to your biggest show? Spinoffs are big right now. Walking Dead has a spinoff, which sucks. I mean, well, Game of Thrones yeah. is talking about ten spin-off. different spinoffs. You don't think they want a spinoff to Stranger Things? And I feel like that's where they it, could go, and I just don't give a damn. I ho- yeah, I hope not. I mean, I, I do see how that's a possibility, but they also do have a lot of. I don't watch it all, but from what I know, they have a lot of pretty good original content. Mm. So I would hope they don't feel like pressured to spin this off just because of the popularity of Stranger Things and yeah. make a sub. But you know that I mean, that's just big studio. But, I could see that. I could see it happening, but I hope. Did they or did they not do that with the whole Barb thing? And paying homage to Barb because that became an internet. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Barb and all that. Like yeah, they just forgot about Barb. Yeah, they did justice for Barb, and yeah. they did exactly that because of the internet sensation. I I feel they gave her a lot more in the episodes and stuff than they would have if the internet had not blown up with justice maybe. for Barb. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll I don't know. I don't. Too. I haven't heard yeah. much about what their plans for Barb were. If that influenced it or not, I don't know. Uh, I think they intended to just drop it. They were yeah. like, they yeah. were like, no, we addressed it. She's dead. And people were like, <laughs> well, no, but what about Barb? And yeah. they're like, fine, well, we'll fucking bring her up again. And Jesus. that's yeah, and that's part of it too. It's like, really, honestly, who gives a shit about Barb in the first? Season? How dare you, Marshall? Well, that's just it. Like people get all pissy on the internet, and they have to change their story to to make people feel they? better. Yeah. Well, I don't. That's, that's I don't know point. because, yeah. like you said, maybe they did, which I think is kind of silly because Barb is just a side character for two episodes or whatever. It's like, why do you have to like have justice for Barb? Yeah. It's silly. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely you know, talk about her when we get to her. Like, what's the justice for Dart? Then, about this one? <laughs> yeah. he, he laid down his life for his. Like, come exactly. on, like you, you can't appease everybody. So, how do you guys feel about separating Eleven from the group then? Because I think that was a, a lot of the chemistry of Stranger Things One was her. And uh, and will you know and taking her away? How do you guys feel about that? I thought I thought it was kind of necessary for the first you know few episodes at least because they need to that like they they needed her to be that force to like help them finally bring shit together into a close. Like if she's there the entire time, then fucking those demi dogs are fucking nothing. Like she just destroy them. Yeah. Like and she needs she needed to be away from them to to be able to grow and be that kind of girl who can fucking close that yeah. portal and i love that arc with her and uh hopper you know because we know that hopper lost mm-hmm. his child yeah and it's that cool best that, relationship of the fucking show yeah i know too. i love it i absolutely love it uh, my only issue was is that you know she has these powers she has these abilities and i know that hopper's trying to protect her um but i wish that he would have let her know what was going on you know, with the fields and the tunnels, because he even called the lab, and I just like I feel like maybe she could give some advice in this mm. or give some answers. She's been through a lot of shit, you know. I think that she could have been of some help. What do you guys think about that? Because he doesn't mention a goddamn thing to her about you know the uh, the tunnels or anything that's going on. Well, they were yeah. fighting before all that stuff, right? 
Yeah, so but like, yeah. When they, even when he was late the first time, he, he was out there that. investigating. Well, it was like yeah. the second time he was late is really when he starts to realize maybe this shit's kind of connected, and then that's when they had the fight because he didn't yeah. show up yeah. until hours after he said he'd be there, and then they kind of like their relationship was fresh. And then, then he was like stuck in the tunnel for twenty four hours. Well, <laughs> and I there, think so. he did it to protect her because mm. he knew yeah. he couldn't keep her in the cabin if. She knew that her Maybe, friends but and I, everything. Because I remember there was a time danger. when he did have some information. Because when I was watching it on the couch, I'm like, "You need to probably tell her that some crazy shit's going on mm-hmm. because somehow she's connected to this." Mm-hmm. And what what happens? I mean, yeah, he's trying to protect her, but ultimately she closes that gate, you know, mm-hmm. and comes back in dramatic. But action. she needed to go meet her sister and develop as a character <laughs> yeah. before she could do that. And it's so good getting. I back. think she did. Like, what was she going to do if she didn't go there? How would she have closed? Honestly, the gate? with mm-hmm. Marshall pointing that out, then. I'm okay with that episode to a certain point. I mean, yeah. I still think it could have been done in pieces, like yeah. Kyle mentioned yeah. and added, but I'm more at peace with them putting that story and that plot line in yeah. with that character. And, that, and that's what I'm piece. saying. Like, um, you know, you've heard me say this quite a bit, Kyle, on AV, but uh, there's been, you know, millions and millions of stories since the beginning of time. And you just have to change out locations, characters, um, character types. They essentially said there's se- only seven stories out in the world exactly. in reality. And, and there's it's just changing characters. It's those and combos. Those. And there's a different combo that would have worked instead of her just going there. Pick your 80s movie. Pick your 90s movie. Pick mm-hmm. your 50s movie. There's a way to engage and to create a different scene, I think, without having to go to fucking Dagobah. But anyway, with that aside, I think uh, the chemistry in Stranger Things Season 1 was with Will mm-hmm. and with, um, with Eleven. I think here, yeah, Mike we get. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, Mike and Eleven. But um, I, what I love here is um, we do get some chemistry, but it's in different ways. Like I love Steve and the group, man. Steve and Dustin. <laughs> Steve Look, and Dustin. That's is the awesome. second best relationship. In the <laughs> yeah, show. those like the two characters you wouldn't think would like do like that great together. Yeah, well, awesome. I think because of the very beginning of the first season, like Dustin's ragging on Steve and how much mm-hmm. of a douche he is. Yeah, and then now they're like best buds. He's the only yeah. person they can turn to. So we do get chemistry. It's just in a different way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. some uh, different combos. Well, what about Max and Lucas and Max oh, and Justin? Yeah, the whole like love them. triangle yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, back to Eleven. I mean, what's the actress's name? Is it Millie Bobby Brown? Millie yeah. Bobby Brown. Man, she is amazing. She's doing things with her face. She's, she's an awesome face actor where mm-hmm. she can get into those emotions. And um, she uh, did you hear her say that she wants to be Princess Leia? That she wants to do a Princess Leia movie? No, I think have, I heard that. Have you heard that? No. I'm just like, give it to her, man. Yeah. I could totally see her you know, on Alderaan as a young mm-hmm. Leia. I just hope that she stays busy because I like her look. I think she will. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious to see who does explode from Stranger Things, man. Because um, there's some they're all, talented. They're all very talented. You know, like um, there's there's only a few uh, shows or movies where I'm like, man, they nailed that complete cast. And I think mm-hmm. Stranger Things is one of them. Everyone does such a fantastic job. There's not one weak. Yeah, I mean, the, the kid who played Will didn't get a whole lot to do in the first season. I thought, well, he's yeah. probably you know the weakest of the kid actors, so it's mm-hmm. you know it's fine that he doesn't get much. He gets a lot this yeah. season, and he's real fucking good when they mm-hmm. let him like yeah. let him do his shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, Matthew Modine's Doctor Brenner is only mm-hmm. in a few scenes, uh, but we get introduced to Paul Reiser's Doctor O. Mm-hmm. All right, so what did you guys think of him slipping into the lab coat? Yeah, one of those, uh, you know, obvious nods, just because Aliens is so, you know, important to this season, especially there's a, a whole episode to it, and 
He's playing that, that corporate stooge, but not as Weasley as he was in Aliens, I Did guess. you feel at the beginning, though, that he was... Oh, that he first was scene, secret? you're like, oh, that he's, motherfucker. And he's, he's not even He's a bad guy! He's being nice, and you're like, oh, this motherfucker the entire time. And then, like, he turns out well, to be a pretty decent guy. That's <laughs> what like, I have in my notes for the first episode. I'm like, Paul Reiser's creepy. I know he's up to something. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, you're like, oh, well, funny. he wasn't really that bad. No, like, he just... No, he was, he was great, yeah, He was trying. He was trying to get... <laughs> You know, things yeah, out. But there's that shot too when they put uh, the kid in the car and he's just on the balcony, just kind of staring, creeper no, stalker ass, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's a, it's a nice red herring for yeah. you to think like, oh, he's gonna be like really like bad, and it's like, oh no. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he played Burke in Aliens, you mm-hmm. know, as that sleaze ball, that corporate mm-hmm. sleaze ball. So you're thinking that he's gonna play that same kind of role. He's gonna be. Uh, the human antagonist, and he's taken over for Brunner. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he yeah. be? And he turned yeah. out to be a. An but awesome, even not awesome guy, knowing man. any alien ties See, or I, anything like yeah. that, I yeah. think you can totally pick on. Oh, yeah. what's he up to? Ooh, yeah. nope, yeah. he's a bad guy. I nope. And it's so the, cool to see Paul Reiser, yeah, right? It is. Yeah. Paul Reiser do something. I think the great thing about those two actors, Paul Reiser and Sean Astin, is they fit the characters really well. Yeah, and that's the tricky part when you start adding like yeah. well-known yes. is like. You can't put Stallone in there as the doctor. Like that's yeah, not gonna yeah, work. Yeah. But those guys fit really. Yeah, I was really I was well. worried about Sean Astin. I was like, man, yeah, this is just I... too much, too obvious. Like a Goonies thing. Like yeah. this isn't gonna be great. And then just each but episode, he played like, more of like okay, a I'm sick. liking Sean Astin. I and then when he's like, you know, it. they bring him into the house, Bob the Brain, and he's but just it, like, hey, that's that's Lover's Lake. And he's yeah. like, oh, this is a map yeah. of Hawkins. Like I, that's my favorite fucking scene of the entire like. He played it's, it's more of like a Samwise character, though. He was just this lovable, kind of innocent guy. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what kind of character Naive he was going to play. And... Yeah. But did you think he was a bad guy? I never, no, I never. Oh, I, I totally never, suspected that, mind, that no. he was, that like, Bob was a bad some guy? red herring oh, bad no. guy. Yeah. yeah oh, from that. the beginning, I'm like, hmm. Olivia and I were watching it, and we're like, oh. Yeah. Ooh, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna, he's oh, why go. is he telling him to do that? And tell him, oh, was he in with the upside down? What's it, wh- where did he come <laughs> from? Right. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, he's my favorite character. He was F season F season two. Really yeah, just Bob Newby, the superhero. <laughs> just the radio He was the founder of AV Club, uh, which uh, you would think that the kids would probably talk about this guy, you know, in season one or something. It'd be like a picture of the wall, but fuck it. It might be. Who knows? Yeah, I'm having so much fun with with Bob, man. I even I I didn't even know there was a thing but it is now i was uh, talking to april when we watched i was like you know uh, justice for barb i was like justice for bob and sure enough it's all oh, over the sure. fucking internet yeah. um but uh, yeah he's he just killed he it. deserved better i don't think that they were expecting him to even have that no they didn't that's role. what we said at the beginning is that um in the beyond they'd say that they kind of just went and wrote him more yeah, into the supposed role to be a wink wink nudge nudge yeah. kind of casting yeah. thing yeah. and then he, but he was so good. And he was so good that they it. wrote a meteor roll for him and mm-hmm. kind of wrote him into some parts. Yeah. And, and I think his, his death episodes. was so mean-spirited, though. I thought that George R. R. Martin took over writing duties for like, <laughs> the last two hours. <laughs> I know. It, it was, was so earned. But it was tense, <sighs> though, because I thought he might escape. See, I thought like there was a, just a did you chance think that he was going to get through that. I'm like, oh, he survived. <laughs> he like, survived. Shit, Bob. Totally this isn't Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, I thought at the end where the doctor happens to be in the stairwell when Hopper yeah. remember, I thought it was, I was like, is it Bob? Did yeah. Bob make it through? <laughs> is he just wounded? Yeah. He's no, inside the doctor. He's like, I have one more thing to tell you. <laughs> I love you. And then he dies in the stairway. But I don't know, man. I really think that Stranger Things 3 could have benefited from his presence, though, man. I really wish. And I'm, a, I'm all about. There's a, some friends that I have that's like killing Sean Bean in Game of Thrones 1. Mm. I swear to God, dude, they never watched a season 2 oh, because really? of that. And I yeah. think 
Sean Bean's death, he's very much alive in season seven. Mm -hmm. Just his spirit is all over Game of Thrones, and it has stakes. This has stakes too, but man, I just think that he, it's not, um, it's not uh, that kind of stakes. Like, you know, Eddard Stark season one, it's it's different kind of stakes for me. And I think that uh, season three really would have benefited with more Sean Austin. It would have been nice to see um, Joyce continue to have some sort of normalcy in her life yeah. with Bob. So, for, yeah, for that she aspect. She can't I think, catch a break. Yeah, like her kid's possessed and then she falls in love with Bob and then he gets killed by a demon dog and it's like. And it was earned, but it was kind of shitty. Like yeah. he got the job done, okay? But he, he fucking he's a superhero. But he fucking sucked, dude. I understand him not picking up the gun. He's not. He doesn't like guns, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, then dropping the fucking mop stick, I can still deal with that. Accidents happen, right? So two strikes, okay? <laughs> but I, I kind of get him. But the third one, he runs out that door and, and he just stops. he just stops. Yes, he just. Fucking, I'm like, dude, get your fucking cardio on, yeah. bro. Fucking run. He only, you, had, you knew. he only had about 20 more feet to go get through the other door. You knew that moment he stopped in the foyer of the building mm. that you're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I thought happen. he had a shot because he got through that door and then as soon as he stopped, I'm like, oh. Fuck. Oh, there he, goes. there he goes. Turn and smile at yeah. your woman. What are you doing? And then yeah. she and then she got Surfle. her dramatic Bum. moment. Yeah. No! And yeah. cries. And just and stood that. there yeah. while he's getting and tore you say, up by a demon. Did you say solving the mystery of the tunnels? That was your favorite scene? Yeah, when yeah he, that was awesome. I, I love it because it was like I was not expecting a whole lot about out of it, and like you, you as a viewer kind of understand what's going on, but you can understand the characters like they're like he's just scribbling shit. We have no yeah. fucking idea what this is, and like, and he's like coming over just to kind of help her out. And she's yeah. like, you know, it's really not a good time. He's like, well, they don't call me Bob the Brain for nothing. And she's like, oh yeah, you yeah. are really smart. Maybe you can help. And then he's just like. Yeah, I can't. I can't figure this shit out. Yeah. And then he just kind of like just starts clicking with him, and he's like, "There's just the look on his face when he's like so excited, like, mm-hmm. right. Will, this is a map of Hawkins, right, Will?" And he's like, "Yeah." Will's just like, "Yeah." Was, that's yeah. really <laughs> neat that they gave him that purpose, that kind of yeah. 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 So, how much did you, did you guys pick up on that the the throwback talk about nostalgia and stuff about Ghostbusters two and the tunnels and how it all oh, meets the at the slime. one point? Oh, that's cool. No. The, all the tunnels, like the subway underneath mm-hmm. the town, that yeah. all meets at the library, just in Ghostbuster 2s, but at this point, it all meets at the lab, mm-hmm. and I didn't think they about all that. connect cool. together, and so it's a big nod to... There's a lot of Easter eggs, I'm sure. Stuff like you know, that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll so have to go online later and look at them all, because I'm sure people have broken yeah. down and found them all. It's, and, and back with that house, I love that scene too, by the way, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um I just hope that they don't do something else with the house in season three, because one was the lights... You know, oh, she yeah. had lights all over mm-hmm. the house, and this one, it's vines. It's mm-hmm. almost with, like, my Force Awakens. I understand mm-hmm. it's a remix, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Almost same thing with the house. I'll give you this one. It's still kind of cool, but I don't want to see shit all over the house again in season three. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of the house. Let's go yeah. to the school. Fuck with Lucas's fucking... house or something this time. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll say, I love that they introduced Lucas's his family. That they finally his sister's got to awesome. They were yeah. freaking <laughs> hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. Can it you so, imagine And his this... dad, too. His dad. Uh-huh. Your mother's well, always right. She's always right. <laughs> is this is this a real yeah. practical house or is it just some set? In well, Joyce's house? No, in Stranger Things. Yeah, Joyce's house. I'm just uh, curious because like you always hear that shit about Breaking Bad. That's it's a cool house in the yeah. movie, right? There's some shit that goes on there, but people are constantly throwing, yeah, throwing pizzas. pizzas on the <laughs> they, they, house. Just up, they just put up like a, a 20 foot fence around <laughs> yeah. their house or some shit. So yeah. you just yeah. see throwing pizza. Have you ever heard about that? People no. throwing pizzas on top yeah, of the, the uh, house from Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad house. Anyway, yeah. so I'm like, what are they gonna do to this fucking house? Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal in Stranger Things. Um, something you said, Kyle, I want to go back to and hit on, but uh, last season was all about finding Will. This season, Will does the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. and I thought. 
It's this all about gig, exercising. Will. If there's yeah. any, if there's anybody, <laughs> if there's anybody who's um, you know could be considered for awards, you know, award nominations, man, it is uh, this kid here, Noah Schnapp. Man, he fucking kills it as Will. Man, what do you guys think of his performance? He's got that. I mean, his defining scene really is. Uh, I think it's episode three or four when he's sitting down with his mom and she's like, she's finally like asking him like, "What's it like? What was it like?" And he's like crying to yeah. her. Like, it's a really good scene. And then you know she takes him upstairs to draw that bath, and he, he just has that creepy yeah. just line where he's like, he likes it cold, and mm-hmm. he just walks away. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Like. Yeah creepy as shit like he he played he played himself well he was very sympathetic but also really fucking like devious and yeah. scary when he there's a, there's a lot of challenging scenes in season mm-hmm. two and in season one but i think he has some of the most challenging scenes in season two and um he did a lot of research too i don't know how old this kid is what do you he's think? the youngest he's, of them i think he's 12, 12, probably like 12 13 12. the rest of them are 14 i think he's did you 12. hear he did yeah. research on um possession and exorcisms yeah. for this role and i'm like man he uh he just took a toll physically yeah um so man I, like i said earlier there's a lot of talent in Stranger Things. I can't wait to see who blows up. I mean, we watched It this year, and um, Finn Wolfhard, man, is that his name? Wolfhard? Yeah, he was actually, It was filmed before that, the first season of Stranger Things. Is actually, that Mike? So. Is it? Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. Mike? And he's, he's great in It, but he's completely yeah. different, mm-hmm. and he delivers the comedic beats mm-hmm. and everything in It, but here mm-hmm. he's a different, he's toned down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I just think the talent here is amazing. I just, I don't know who's going to come out on top. You just never know. Like, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of Lost back in the day, and I still say there's probably five actors that should have came out of that, mm-hmm. and just everyone kind of died off. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really curious who's going to shine and and uh, well, I think we know the talent here. Millie Bobby Brown will, yeah. but out of out of the well, out of, out Dustin, of the boys, man. I think will. Dustin, yeah. I think will will. I think so. Will, I will? think will. yeah, will and he played what's the movie we just watched that I loved him in? Oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the remake. Mike. Mike. The, Mike. Mike okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I said will. Um, yeah. Mike. I think his character. Finn, yeah, I think Finn he's Wolfhard. just got this great comedic part mm-hmm. to him that he's really going to find a lot of work if he keeps I could see Dustin too yeah and he's then funny. I think Dustin he is funny is but really I think, he's, I think he's like he was cast in it because yeah. he's like he fit that role yeah. Yeah. I, he I could don't be know a if there's a whole limited. lot of roles you know for someone like him out yeah. there unfortunately yeah. but to go back to Will is I think he I appreciated his role and his ability in this role more when I saw him out of character in the beyond Mm-hmm. Um, Stranger Things and see him looking normal and not as geeky and you know mm-hmm. bowl cut and all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I really appreciated how much Super he was kid. acting and how well he did at it because when you see him actually talk as a normal non-character, it's you appreciate it a lot more. Well, in that did a really great Beyond job. Stranger Things, I think it was that first episode they show their like audition tapes. Did mm-hmm. you watch oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would have hired them from their audition tapes. Well, they were, is so good. Their, their audition tapes are like, you can tell, like these kids are talented yeah. just from those tapes. So. Right. Yeah. And you know, like earlier this year, I was getting a lot of shit when um, they canceled um, Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Neil Marshall jumped in and they uh, cast um, David Harbour. Mm-hmm. And right away, dude, I was like, no, no I get the it. The whole Ron... season, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see him as Hellboy. No, because I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Hellboy fan. Yeah. And I, I'm not even... I, I'm not a big fan of Guillermo del Toro. I understand. I love Ron Perlman mm-hmm. as, as Hellboy Pantheon character there with Ron mm-hmm. Perlman. But Hellboy 1 and 2 just didn't do it for me. And with Neil Marshall and David Harbour, I honestly think David Harbour is going to surprise the hell out of mm-hmm. people in next year's uh, Hellboy, man. So, yeah, again, I, a lot I, of, a I lot honestly of thought about that a little bit in one of the earlier episodes of the season, too. 
it kind of popped into my head. I'm like, I could see him as Hellboy now. Yeah, he's got like, the he's, build. He's, 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 and got he's the got anger, just kind of that, that, that brooding look to him. Yeah, and that really dry kind of fun, you know, yeah. humor and yeah. I could see it now. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of curious. And just talking about some of the talent here, we'll bridge into uh, Max and Billy. Jeez, um, yeah. I uh, so this the guy Billy. His name's Aker Montgomery. Um, I hope I it's pronounced like a that young right. Robert Downey Jr. In this. this guy impressed the shit out of me. His character arc, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. We don't know much about that, but man, hit his eyes. There's something about his. I fucking his walk. hated him. I don't. <laughs> I'm like, God. This damn, I guy hate this has so much talent. I've only called two times, and Ryan has it every time on his phone when I call mm-hmm. something like this. The mm-hmm. first time I was like, "This guy's gonna be a star." Was um, John Boyega? Yeah. Well, that was the second. The first <laughs> one was um, uh, Avengers: Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. I watched him in 28 Days Later, and there's just something about mm-hmm. him. I was like, that that guy's going to become somebody, right? He's, you know. And then uh, the other one was John Boyega after Attack the Block. I was like, that guy's, I'm calling it now, man. Um, I had no interest in watching Power Rangers, but I guess he's the Red Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go fucking rent Power Rangers now. <laughs> Not that I give a shit about that, but I want to yeah. see if I'm right mm-hmm. or if he had any kind of chemistry there because I think he taps into something here. I think he's got a lot of chemistry. I'm excited to see what uh, Aker Montgomery does. Um, here moving on. But anyway, what did you guys think of his performance and the characters of Max and uh, Billy? Can I start with that one? Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. Okay. Yeah. I know Kyle's biting at the bit. He's like, oh, oh. I want to say. It's no, just going I think, in a circle. It's just... I think Bill, I think except for Bob's character, all the other characters were underdeveloped. All the new characters. Um, and I don't know what point. I think they were trying to find a new bad guy for Steve since Steve kind of became this good guy like champion of the you know monster squad leader and uh-huh. you know taking on the demo dogs or whatever well, even he wasn't bad in season one he no, was the douchebag yeah I mean he was the negative trying to almost yeah there's lots of things we could go into um, but he, I think what was his character? I think he did well with whatever he was. He was a total tool bag, and I didn't like him. And I was like, why is he so mean? And I wanted to know more. Um, but I think him and Max, both of their their storyline, I felt like there's a whole nother story that could be told and a couple more episodes to go into that plot line and what's going on. Yeah, see, stuff. that's something I don't want all threaded up in season one. Like, I like that we get that quick glimpse because it's not their story. They're just kind of supporting characters. So I'm really curious to see it unfold through, what, four seasons, five seasons of Stranger mm-hmm. Things? But my point is, are they going to turn him into a good guy now? I think so. I don't think he's going to be And I don't like bad. that because it, he, there has to be the antagonist. There has to be the negative character. You have to have a human and antagonist. I, yeah. yeah. He kind of takes the role of Dr. He Brenner. Means... He's not as evil. I mean, he's not on that level, yeah. but he is the human antagonist. But now. He's yeah. Dr. This, Brenner's gone. he's a Camaro. I think he's so cliche. He's a he's Camaro driving, <laughs> uh, metal yes. listening yes. to, denim, smoking, denim, yes. denim. No, not even denim. Like, yeah. denim vest so I can show off <laughs> yeah. my chest okay. that's perfectly shaped. But I'm a jock. But I'm a badass who's going to kick your ass Question. and beat your head in. But then the military guy. Oh, he plays basketball and kicks Steve's oh, yeah. ass on the court. Yeah. Where's the King Steve? And like yeah. keeps going. I, I, they tried to throw all of these different characteristics into this one character, mm-hmm. and I didn't think it paid off. Real quick, much. I want a season three uh, 
fucking versus. I want another showdown with Steve and, Steve, and fucking Steve. Billy. I, I want Billy. Steve to get some licks yeah, in. Yeah, uh, he Steve got a couple like licks a in. Bus. I want it to be turned in around. To him, yes, he I want it. Just, you don't get. You don't walk away like Steve did though well, after a pumping Steve, like that. Steve's more the pretty boy, and this guy's yeah. like the yeah. But I want to see that kind of turned around. I want to. Sh- I want to see King Steve. In season three, I want to see that going down. But um, with Billy, how many times have you seen that stereotype character in pick your movie or TV show, and they don't leave an impression? I don't know if he did with you, but with me, I thought he nailed that stereotype. Man, I I walked away thinking about which stereotype: the jock one, all of the badass one, the rocker one, the uh, the '80s, the shitty stepbrother one. Which which character are we? I thought thought he was fantastic, and he brought some emotion. Man, when his dad was yelling at him, he totally turned it. I'm a big Mm -hmm. fan right now. I can't wait to see what he does in season three, where his character goes. And where his career goes, I'm, I'm calling I it now. I think he he's did badass. well with the role that he was given and the direction he probably had. And he acted it very well and pulled off a convincing douchebag. But I don't know what his whole arcing story can give to Stranger Things. Uh-huh. And that's where I'm kind of left like... Eh, eh. You know what? Well, what was the for point? a while? I thought yeah, he was we'll gonna see. him and his sister were gonna be other numbers. That's what show. I thought too. So yeah. I thought they did a pretty good job keeping it. Your expectations, Secret, yeah. yeah, of like what's going on with these people, what's what, well, what's their motivation, but what the they're whole, here for. Don't call her my don't call her that. Mm-hmm. What color what? My sister. Like I thought there was gonna be something more. No, it's just my stepsister. Well, like his, really if come you look on. online right now, his character is getting roasted for being racist. Have you seen that? Oh well, and for that what? was my yeah. other issue. Because of, Lucas. because of Lucas. Why did he have such a huge problem with her talking to Lucas? They never a, really go into he's a it. Dick. Yeah. Is is it because well, he's two... a dick or is it because he's black? Because why well, who, is the who reason? Else, but who else was talking to his sister? Nobody. But that's yeah. where they're going to. You know, that's yeah. where, that's automatically where the masses it would be are. Be able to be different, yeah. I could understand but it. He's also playing a bad guy, so well, there's well, two, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two it's things. It's fine if he's racist too. He's <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's a complete. Netflix Stranger Things. Thing. No. I just don't see them going down that route. But he decided to make a racist character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's two things right now online, and it's either he's racist or in season three he'll be gay because of the shower scene. Oh. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. You just gotta, I guess, turn a blind eye to some, some comments. Even even Steve's old, old buddy, his weird buddy, showed yeah. up in that scene. Yeah, but you guys, you guys like Billy? Yeah, yeah I, I I think he he played it well because I I I genuinely was like, God damn, I fucking hate this guy. Like, I just want to fucking punch him in the face. And like, I really love that. Like, there's a, a passing of the torch scene between Steve and Billy yeah. at that fight. Like, because. What season one? Steve comes to the house, like shows up at the the buyer's house to like fucking fight Jonathan, and like this is why fucking Billy's coming here to fucking yeah. fight people, yeah. to beat the shit out of people, like. And there's that that passing of the torch where Steve like Steve finally lets that like good guy of himself out, and then Billy finally brings out the the worst of himself and physically goes at people, like yeah, th- that dude that dude was great. Yeah, I thought it was. Awesome. I, it, and I agree with you though, like. Where's the character? Like you're you're sending us like down these different paths. Like ooh, he's kind of mysterious, yeah. and we're gonna like there's gonna be some serious shit going on. He's like, she's my stepsister. That's why you're. Did any of you watch Power Rangers with him in it? Fuck no. I'm just curious. No, because I'm I'm sure that movie shit, but I'm curious if he did anything to elevate that movie even in the slightest. As yeah, as one of the the main leads, I'm gonna, Rangers. No, no, I'm, I want to <laughs> see. I want to see what he's doing in that movie. I'm I'm a big fan right now. I'm gonna keep an eye on him. Um, but uh, yeah, what'd you guys think of uh, him and uh, Miss Wheeler? I do. That was, that was a Kyle, weird. do you want was, them to hook up in season three? No, so he that, didn't want to hook up with her. I wanted them to hook up, dude. No. I want them to hook up. Yes. What do you think? 
That was... I don't care if they hook up. I thought it was a great scene, though, because yes. he played her so well. And just I... the, look, the way she yeah. played it was just perfect because she's got such a shitty husband yeah. who just doesn't do anything. Uh, it was so great to see her be like, oh. You think they'll hook up? I don't care if they do. I could see it, but I, yeah. I don't think they will. I think he was just, you know, using his sexuality to get uh-huh. out of her what he needed. But Think he's got a nice butt? He's got a nice button in his denim jeans. <laughs> yeah. See, as a female, or maybe just as myself, that, that whole scene irritated the crap out of me. Like, really? Why what? is she fawning over this young guy? And like, don't because you have any self-respect for yourself? And, oh, she's looking me. Like, come on. That was great. into those. Of course you did. Because no, every, every young every, guy wants the older hot woman to no, like them and want her, them. They've and, clearly established that her husband is a worthless piece of shit who doesn't how? do it. So you say he doesn't do her husband? Yeah, how is he a worthless piece that's, of crap? That's what, Mike's dad? Yeah. He doesn't do anything. He's completely <laughs> apathetic she. to... She is involved in her family. He sits at the table and is like, whatever. That's don't all you, I you know, Dustin, my kids don't live here anymore. I yeah. like he, he doesn't do anything. Say, like, he's like, oh, shit. Maybe yeah. he's talking to the same shit. He's like, watch your language. When he walks <laughs> off, he says and he something says, like, he's like... He's like, yeah, you're completely fucking worthless or something like that. <laughs> I it's think totally it's just a poorly written character. I don't think that he actually does. I think that's great line when he just walks yeah, away. He's he's like, like, he's, 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 I forget he's like, what he says, but he's, he's like, like you're just a worthless piece of shit. Every scene, he just, he just has a newspaper and is sitting in a fucking recliner. Yeah. That's and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't care that like his friends... He talks about Reagan a little se- bit. And that's in it. the first season, he shows no sympathy that Will is like <laughs> missing in the woods for a week. He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't listen to his wife. She's in the bathtub relaxing and he's falling asleep and she keeps yelling and he doesn't do anything. He's completely worth He's written to be... That worthless like dad who just doesn't care what his kids are doing. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty funny that she gets this like brief, ooh, there's a sexy young man at my door. <laughs> I don't think anything's gonna happen to it. Yeah. I don't think it needs to. That was but funny. I thought it was a neat was little a nice relief beat. for her to like have some sort of, you know, sexual interest in yeah. something because her husband clearly isn't. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was funny. Okay. And it was brief. Uh, Mad Max. What do you guys think of? Uh... What she bring to the story? Maxine. Yeah, just she was there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think she was some I, yeah. needed girl power, though. You know, I, eleven. I mean, you, you, yeah, you needed a, a you female need presence a in that group, but like, it, you know, there's the the love triangle, and it's just like they don't it, with the weird backstory yeah. that doesn't actually see, go anywhere. See, I think it's see that Lucas one and Dustin something to do while all the spooky shits going on. True, but you know? see, I think that one. I think her character is kind of weak. Because I think oh, her, I char- her character really is just to facilitate that love triangle. Yeah. Because she doesn't do a whole lot of it. But it's to bring someone else into the Hawkins story, which it I think is, is kind of cool. Which, which is fine. see if you can talk to, tell them yeah. what's going on, see if they believe you. But I would have liked if she brought something more to the table for them. Uh-huh. And she just really doesn't. She I, says she's the Zoomer. I'm like, all she did was drive a Camaro with a little So I think she tried <laughs> really to, she and I think they, the writers tried to implant that idea of Mike still clinging to Eleven mm-hmm. and his love and desire for her. And I think it, it shows that. And it showcases that dynamic between mm-hmm. Eleven and him missing her. And he wants to have, and there's needs to be some girl-female presence. But, no, I, I think it did serve a purpose. I do think she's underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. But I think... She tried to step up, but they weren't willing, especially Mike. He was like, no, we had yeah. a girl, and, and you can't take he her place. And like, <laughs> At that point. But, but I thought that was fitting for the story and mm-hmm. where we were with Eleven's character trying to develop and things like that. 
Yeah, I, I liked I, her, but I can she, say I, she was pretty thin. But I'm yeah. kind of curious where she goes. I like the extra yeah. girl power in there and the the conflict yeah. between her and Eleven. And do you guys agree that uh, the between her and Lucas um, getting together? Do you like that? I, Having that I think relationship blossom made sense. Yeah, because I mean, would you it, have paired him either any other way? Uh, no, because it makes that last scene with. Dustin at the dance that wouldn't have played as well with Lucas. No. It play it plays better with Dustin being alone at the dance and yeah. you know dancing with Nancy. And Lucas, I think, got the short in this day. Don't you agree with season one? Sure. And I think that gives him a little bit. Well, of Will got to the do. short. In yeah. The yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't even get a stick. Yeah, I mean, narrative <laughs> character. Shadow. Here's a fucking yeah. toothpick. Yeah, it really, think? it really did develop Lucas's character. Yeah, it and did. I like he's like you know she calls him the stalker. You yeah. know, and, and yeah. I don't know. And then you get a, you get a kind of peek into was, his house with his yeah. sister and yeah. his parents, which are awesome. I hope I can't wait to go back and and see what goes on there because yeah. I like the uh, the chemistry between his parents and his sister. Yeah, yeah she was uh, she was she something. Was <laughs> But, uh, man, this is why I hate doing a full season review. we got a couple more things I want to hit on, but I knew this was going to be long tonight. We're doing a full fucking season review here, guys. Nine hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you uh, you guys hit on it briefly at the very beginning. At least I think you did, April. But uh, do you guys remember seeing the hashtag Justice for Barb, right? As a director, a showrunner, the Duffer Brothers, you could never prepare yourself for killing a character like Barb and then having it come back to haunt you yeah. <laughs> and people putting up signs, hashtag Justice for Barb. Uh, what did you think about uh, her, I guess, uh, her subplot here? Was there justice? Yeah, it's good. I, I, I like it because it gives Nancy something to do this season. Uh-huh. Um, her mm-hmm. whole thing is like, oh, man, like, my best friend's dead. And, like, people don't give a shit about mm-hmm. her. Like, yeah. like everyone's still worried about Will, but he came back. And, like, mm-hmm. no one's talking about my best friend. And I'm going to have dinner with her parents every week. And, like, mm-hmm. it, it gives... Brett Gelman, the conspiracy theorist guy, like something to go on too. Yeah. You know, he's fucking. I love. And I that love Murray stuff kind of reminded me like a, a subplot to uh, like Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. You know, just some quirky characters, mm-hmm. quirky setup. I love that. Um, but yeah, yeah, and, and Barb got her. You know what she what she needed to to, I think appease the people that were pissed off, and it helped facilitate. It, it, yeah. it was legitly well done for season two and gave purpose to characters. Justice yeah. for Barb. Yeah, I think I think if that was their reaction to that social movement was having to come up with something i think they did a good job writing that in and and uh like you said tying it to nancy that made the most sense of giving her a purpose um of finding you know having a solution for her parents you know whatever of what happened to her um like i said earlier like i don't care about Barb. I yeah. see why I see why people were drawn to her because she was like the innocent, the yeah. responsible one. She's but who we were. She was, she, she was the PG thirteen in a horror movie. Yeah, you know? she was like she's us. The, she's she was the like, only virgin to die in a fucking horror. Yeah. <laughs> and she was the viewer. She's like, oh, yeah. don't go with Steve up there. Oh, don't do that. And then she's dead. And you're like, okay. But you can never but, expect that because I mean, yeah. I didn't give a. Sh- I mean, well, exactly. I get it, but I don't. I, exactly. I'm not going to start going around making signs saying justice for Barb. Like, well, it sucks, and yeah. move on. Because how many other movies or, or TV shows where someone did, yeah. th- when the black dude gets it in a horror movie, you no, don't see no, people no. like <laughs> hashtag justice. Yeah. You know hey, what she made an impression because she got nominated for an Emmy. For I know her, for that's role. crazy. <laughs> I, I just rewatched it. I thought she was good, but I mean, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think. There's some other people that deserve it, yeah. but I do like the the story with Murray you brought up mm-hmm. and how he was uh, he comes up with a story of like watering it down and that she mm-hmm. was exposed to toxins in this mm-hmm. small town gets the lab shut down. I thought that was a really neat way, mm-hmm. a very creative way to if you're going to go back and give justice to Barb, I thought that was a very creative way. What did you think? I don't know if it actually gave 
justice to Barb as much as, like Kyle mentioned, it developed, it gave a storyline to develop more characters like Nancy and Steve and their fight and what was really going on between them. I don't think... Did she really get justice? No, they just made some no. shit up and made <laughs> it seem like she got justice, well, but nobody really knew the whole the parents, They I give guess. closure, not justice. Yeah. So I guess that's as close as justice yeah. you're going to get. Emotional um, justice. I don't <laughs> think, but I, like I said earlier, I don't necessarily think you should follow internet flows and yeah. memes and all the hype um, that comes along. And I don't think the writers should have written necessarily to that. I think that what they did and how they wrote it to develop the characters was well done. Yeah. And I'm going to give kudos to mm-hmm. them for doing it. Um, appeasing those internet trolls. Yeah. And then also yeah. developing some good like, characters. Like I, like I said, th- hopefully there's not another one this season of like, like I said, Justice for Dart or some shit where they have to feel like they have to do that for another. I don't know what it would be this season, but... Bob! It's Bob! Bob. It'll be Justice for Bob! So hopefully they're like, well, fuck you, Bob. Bob Bob deserves better! He's just going to be about the new manager at Radio Shack and how he he takes things over. Joyce's new love. love. Yeah, because, I mean, it's cool that they're catering to... Is it going to be Hopper? I don't know. It's cool that they're catering to the fans, but, man, sometimes if you listen to them... That's not the best way to go because they don't know the, the final story like they do. You know, so more exactly. lost sister episodes, guys. <laughs> exactly. I'm very curious if they're going to sweep that on the rug. If it's going to be a big thing, or like you said, I, justice for Bob. Yeah, I can completely see in that. This time they were creative. Mm-hmm. Next time, yeah. maybe not so much. You're rolling the dice, but each I respect time. that they didn't just sweep it under the rug like other sitcoms, other series do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, something happens one episode and it's. Just, yeah. Wait a minute! You never addressed that thing that yeah. happened in so that was, last episode. Wasn't there so another I, I character do, in this show? Yeah, I do appreciate that they showed the effects that one thing that happens in this episode continues to affect throughout an entire season mm-hmm. and series, and it's not just that forgotten thing that nobody ever speaks of. I'm yeah. sure, like I'm, Will being in the Upside Down and not addressing his trauma the entire yeah. second season, mm-hmm. and then developing more trauma. Well, yeah, I think it was so clever to not tell the full story of the Upside Down and the Demogorgon mm-hmm. to the to the uh, to Hawkins Town mm-hmm. and just come up with the toxins thing, like an mm-hmm. Aaron Brockovich kind of story. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that was a really a fun takeaway. Um, but uh, what did you guys think of the Monster Squad uh, uh, led by uh, Steve Harrington? It, yeah, it was awesome. Uh-huh. I thought he, he fit in well, like when you wouldn't expect him to. Uh, just, I didn't he's even very, like, coming. He's almost like reluctant to be there, but he's like, I got fucking nothing now. Like, I ditched my friends for Nancy, then Nancy ditched me for yeah. Jonathan Byers. But I think so, he's like, really mature about those feelings. Like, she comes back, and he's just like, you know, do your thing. You can tell he's down a little bit about it, but he's very mature about the situation, sure. which I think is really cool. Yeah. You know? And then he just goes off and has some not, fun. He's not King Steve anymore, though. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, Billy took his, his mantle there, too, so he's just kind of... But Steve's been nothing. through some shit now, so... Yeah. Yeah, which is also great because yeah, he's he's. I love when Dustin's like, "You still got that bat?" And he's yeah. like, "What?" And he's like, "The one with the nails in it." You still got it? And he's like, "Yeah, it's in the trunk of my car." Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You were no, like, I I really like Steve's character. I really liked him leading the kid. They, they needed. There's this band of misfit young teenage prepubescent so kids. Very yeah. very good. Yeah. Which means you know needed, I love. Uh, but they needed a Josh Brolin. Exactly. They needed the older brother to kind of lead the way yeah. and be that leader and mm. that voice of reason and safety. Mm-hmm. And Steve provides that safety. Not an adult, he, yeah. but not a kid. Yeah. Well, he and he's got the way great 
Good. He's got great tips on hair care. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, Jack. He does a great job, and then he looks like Flock of Seagulls yeah. at the end. He, he, leads, he leads the way into the junkyard, that battle there. Mm-hmm. The, he leads the this way into do. the tunnel. He mm-hmm. gives the hair tips. I mean, yeah. fucking dude's kicking ass. But <laughs> He gives life lessons about love and not falling in love because you get your heart broken. It's not good. Yeah. And I mean, he's yeah. a very wide, safe character. Finger licking good line. Oh, yeah. 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 parents awkwardly. Finger licking yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think that's going to be... Um, what do you think is in store for Steve Harrington in season three, though? Because he's off to college, isn't he? Is he going to leave Hawkins? Oh, yeah. Is, is that he college? off to college? Because wasn't that part of season know. one was that like he didn't give a shit about school, and Nancy did, and he wasn't going to get into college. Yeah. He was going to have to work he's at his just dad's gonna, That was part of company. season two. No, he's like, was, I'll probably do this season two. Season two. I'm just going to end up working yeah. for my dad. Oh, Let's yeah, face was, it. Yeah. And yeah, that kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes. I hope that he still becomes that leader. He'll be a townie. He's not... He's, he's going to be, he's, come on, he's going yeah, on he's the police go force. He's taking over Hopper's job, <laughs> and Hopper's going on to do other things. What about the Nancy? He's going to be the manager of the Radio Shack. Yes! <laughs> oh, I love awesome. it! We're heading, and then he's going to like coach or be the like person who heads <laughs> up the AV club at the middle school. <laughs> and, yeah. What's the, what's the guy that's with Nancy right now? He got the short Jonathan. end of the stick. Jonathan. Jonathan, Jonathan didn't have shit to do. And he's, that Which, dude's fucking ugly, man. I'm sorry. He's just, creepy looking. I'm he sorry. Just, that's he it. Ugly is a bad word. He's creepy. He just got caught with Busted. traces of cocaine in his luggage. Did he? Premier, yeah. Premier yeah. Night for Stranger Things, he got arrested. That's he what I, like I thought I heard. He was trying to bring cocaine well, from he England had, to the trace, He had trace But he didn't get arrested. So. He just got uh, detained and wasn't allowed to come into the country. Sure. He wasn't allowed to get on the flight. It's not like he had kilos of it. It was on the news when we were driving the other day. Yeah. But he had trace amounts of cocaine in his luggage or something. Without the Barb story, like it. Without the Barb story, I thought the Nancy and and Jonathan thing was a little mm. bit thin. I mean, I'm glad they had that because it gave yeah. him something to do. But the, but that was the other big thing with season one was people were kind of pissed that she went with Steve and didn't get with Jonathan. But they answered that when they were at the hotel, and he was like, she was like, you know, I waited for you, and he's like, for, for a, a month. month, yeah, right. And yeah. she's like, oh, she did kind of wait for him, but like. Not really. Yeah. I mean, so come on. Kinda, I was it, dealing it, with it, my brother like, yeah. who was in a possessed <laughs> underworld upside down <laughs> sorry, thing. Sorry, I spent a month with my fucking brother yeah, who sorry you I couldn't, you know, hold your legs together for yeah, more Yeah, well, than she's, a the, she's a fucking slut, isn't she? Jesus, well, Jonathan. You said it on a film mark, the movie marquee. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh my God, shut the legs. But are you guys cool with, um, you know, because it's cool that we get Steve Harrington as, you know, the, the jock. You know, now he's the Monster Squad guy, you know, mm-hmm. um, the leader of the Monster Squad. But it's, are you cool with her running off with Jonathan and not Steve? I think it makes sense for her character. I just don't like her I with think, Jonathan. No, I don't either, but it is kind of the natural progression. I, I like I like that that's given Steve a stronger storyline. In, in season one, that's what you wanted, though, right? In season yeah, one, yeah. yeah. In season yeah. one, yeah. with Jonathan. In season, season one, you do. And now in season so two, you're like, oh, I kind of wish so you were still a We'll see what yeah, happens. I hope three, she's, she gets with Billy. Actually, I hope she doesn't. I hope she ends up alone. She's gonna get with Dustin. She's gonna fuck Dustin. If we don't watch this, yeah. If we don't watch this character, she's gonna get with Dustin. Man, that's gonna get crazy. That dance was so suggestive. I hope she goes off to college and we don't see very much of her now that she's gone on another year of school. She was a year younger than Steve. Yeah, we'll see. I she's she's not my favorite character, so we'll we'll see what they do with her. But and you know what? I don't think Dustin has a whole lot to do, but. He's so good that he's, a lot, he, he's the catalyst for Dart. Yeah, he's yeah, Dart, pretty, pretty which is pretty cool. Which is pretty season. cool, you know. But I mean, nothing which, like 
um, uh, what's his, who's possessed? Is that uh, Will. Will. Will? Will? Nothing like Will or Love, and I mean, he's just yeah. messing around with a gremlin. Is pretty yeah. much what he's doing. Mike but, really doesn't get a whole lot to fucking. Yeah, Mike no, doesn't Mike doesn't. Either. He's, he's just, the yeah, main character Mike last year. Does, and he's not really yeah. that, that big. He's just a show. big. He just sits around. Yeah, that's all he does is sit around and kind of just be he's 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 the friend. Emo Mike. You know, yeah, he's very emo. I was just thinking that. But is there anything you guys want to add about Dustin and Lucas before we move on? I did like oh. the Dart stuff, though. I thought that was really interesting because I, I was curious if Dart was going to go bad because then he starts feeding him yeah, like, you yeah. are, you know what happens. I didn't see yeah. a clock. I didn't know if there was midnight anywhere, but <laughs> yeah. I was trying to look because there was a yeah. clock in his room. I couldn't tell, but I was like, is, it, gremlins, yeah. is, it, is this midnight? You know, what yeah. happens? You know, you don't feed the... We know what happens when you feed a creature, okay? Sure. And uh, so I was curious if Dart was going to, you know, because we knew this thing came out of, you know, the other character from season mm-hmm. one, and I was like, you know, what's... Well, it's alluded. It's Will's never yeah. actually Well, because Will throws this up. They, you know, they, flashback, they, they to flashback to that, but you never 100% Yeah, it was a good guess. Know. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. But in the real world, you know, I mean, we've seen other movies like, you know, where a, a creature, an alien, enters our atmosphere, <laughs> and it turns out to be good, like E.T. Mm-hmm. or something. So I was very curious... How, who Dart was going to be, what his personality yeah. is going to be like. Did you expect it when it's eating the cat to turn around and look like a Demogorgon? When no, it mouth? I did. That was yeah, I, just, I, I, I felt like, like, like I think it was about that point that I'm like, it is, it's starting to look like one of those Demogorgons yeah. to me. Which, you mean a flower with teeth? Yeah. <laughs> but it still could have been good, possibly. I didn't know. I didn't have. know where they were going to go with that because they played with their expectations with Paul Reiser and yeah. with Sean Austin. So is this going to be a um, kind of the, uh, the squad's pet? Yeah. And... It didn't go that way, but yeah. it was a pretty cool scene at the end when he gives them free passage, yeah. you know, to, to go past well, them. So a big problem I have is how did you go from Dart, mm. one little slug larva who mutates and sheds his skin and snakes into mm. the other things, into like 20 bazillion Dimmadogs? Because they were all underground. Yeah, they were just like there. sprouted, I think, under there. Yeah, I don't think it's they from... Don't, don't... They don't address that and give that any... Like for me... I was just like, what? Oh. How, that, how that was there got all laid of a sudden? Barb's mouth. Like, <laughs> but Barb's <laughs> dead and torn apart used, in the they, upside they, down. They just so. used her corpse as a breeding yeah. ground, I yeah. guess. My, my, uh, my favorite scene, one of my favorite scenes is when he has the... Uh, the proton pack, you know, in the trap, and fucking great. And it's like he's got the uh, the demo dog in there, right? The, this little slug it's or whatever. In the trash can. No, he has it in his pro his uh, trap, his Ghostbusters oh, yeah. trap. Ghostbusters and his mom's like, yeah, great acting by the yeah. way, because they're both going off each other. She's like, oh, oh, oh what's in that? <laughs> and he goes, oh, it's just I put a motor on it. She's like, oh, like you can still tell she was concerned what was in there, but she's still playing it like, huh, like it's a, it's a funny. Oh, I don't know what the fuck's in there. <laughs> and then he goes off to his room, but they yeah. just start laughing at each other. And it's an uncomfortable it turn around into his room. Pretty funny. Yeah, I like, love that. I, Mom's I love got her own mental health issues. Yeah, to <laughs> be honest. Yeah, but he, her cat out of all the kids, they definitely Dustin, seem related. That's for sure. Yeah, they, out of all the kids, Dustin's my favorite man. I love hilarious. this kid, man. I think he's awesome. I'm curious to see where his career is going to go as well. But uh, anything else? You, and his compound word, demo dogs. I love that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, demo. I thought you'd go like dog and gorgon or something. <laughs> compound uh, word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I get, get it, it, Dustin. <laughs> I definitely like his character. I think it's a lovable, geeky. Everybody wants that character, that underdog. And I think that was fitting for him not to hook up with Max Mm -hmm. and for Lucas to be more. But I am glad. I I think the writers did a good job of developing both characters. In the the first season, we got to see a lot more of Mike and stuff. There's good balancing. I think this time we... And it was important yeah. for them to take a backseat so we could see those other yeah. sides of the mm-hmm. characters. 
uh, or the other side of the group. And I appreciated that. Yeah, sometimes it's easy to go with what works mm-hmm. and just give the uh, the spotlight to the people that you gave it to last time. But I think there was a really good he, giving. Yeah, Dustin time. turned more into the leader of this group yeah, than Mike was. Definitely, yeah, it was like a Steve and Dustin. Yeah, kind of like co-leader. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I think Steve was an assistant. Yeah, where Dustin, they, yeah. like Marshall said, was more. One, of one the, was the brain. One was yeah, the physical. The muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Brain there was, a, the there was a good you know balance between them mm-hmm. two because you know Dustin in a way looks up to Steve. You know, well, he, yeah. He does that ducky haircut at the yeah. end. Yeah, right. He still gives Steve some shit, though. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like not 100% respect. He was like, just get in the fucking car. He, We're going he wouldn't somewhere. have done that yeah. in season one to Steve's face. But Steve, like, <laughs> dropped down the social status ladder. Yeah, so he's which like, I love. He's like, yeah, I love. fuck you. I got teeth now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, the Demigorgon was a huge, terrifying foe in mm. season one. What do you guys think of the, is it the Mind Flayer? The Shadow Monster. Shadow Monster. Well, no, there's the Mind Flayer, there's the Shadow Monster, there's the Demodogs. Well, the, the, the Mind, mind Flayer is, is the Shadow Monster. Yeah, is the Shadow Monster. It's, it's just, just, that's what it's called in D&D. Yeah, so, yeah. which I love that, by yeah. the way. Which, yeah, keeping that theme going, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like, I it, my least favorite thing about season one is, like, the look of the Demogorgon, and mm-hmm. that's, like, I was just kind of like, what, that is your fucking big foe or whatever? Like, the look of the shadow monster is fucking great. Like, it, even though it's so simple, it's just this giant, like, shadowy spider-looking motherfucker, and, like, uh, you know, when Will's, like, drawing it out, it looks fucking cool. Or the, when he, they have the video camera on Halloween, and she pauses it when the oh, lightning yeah, fucking that strikes. Was that was awesome, awesome that was as really fuck. That I loved cool. that. Um, and... You know, I love that it, it, it doesn't get defeated in this either. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we end with her closing the portal, and you see it, like, kind of coming up on the gate. Yeah. But, like, it's it, it's still there. It's still a presence. And well, the very last shot is, you know, you're at the, the backing away from the snowball, and the world flips upside down, and it's just standing over the fucking school. Yeah, like, yeah. Because and, and can this, can this thing be defeated? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know the rules to this no fucking well, idea. Yeah. And that's what I... I guess I hoped a little bit more of that would have been... Um, revealed in this season is like what is the upside down where, where does it come from like yeah. what are the rules of it i don't know yet so i guess we'll, i think, I think it'll be more in looking for that answer because yeah. i don't think it's ever gonna it's gonna be yeah. very lost well, it, yeah. it's got all kinds of interesting things like, it can reach through the physical yeah and, and kind of possess people right yeah and then i don't know man there's a lot of interesting things that they can go with this so is, is it going to be able to get through but, the upside down into the physical world again somehow and then, like remind once. me like how did the portal even open did she uh, open she it she opened it because accidentally accidentally in season one so it was just a small hole that the yeah. demigorgon got through and then it got worse when she had to reopen it to go back into the... Because she ends up in the Upside Down, but then we find out that she came back through and she had to open mm-hmm. it more so she could get out. Um, and I then it just you. kept fucking yeah. fracturing. I like the look of it, bigger too. And bigger. I like the look of it, too. But, then, but even in season one, they still had that little room where they had it sanctioned off where the mm-hmm. guy was trying to go yeah, in. Yeah, they never closed yeah. it. They couldn't close it, yeah. so it's still kind of there, just mm-hmm. going. Yeah, because well, when uh, Will... But this all the, started from them doing experiments on children. Yeah, well, did right. Will get... He got possessed... In the Upside Down, right? In season one? No, the... the um, how did he get the slug in him? It was... Uh, the slug came because it, it was... Yeah, he was in the Upside Down and it, like, the Demigorgon... Oh, never mind. He got, he got right? possessed in this one when he was in the Upside Down. Right. And he was screaming at it yes. to go away and he stood his ground yes. just like Bob told him to do. Mm-hmm. Awesome and then scene. It, and mm-hmm. so it was interesting. In the Upside Down, it was able to possess him... And then he could take that back to the physical world. Yeah. So this thing has some pretty crazy fucking abilities that we don't even know what this thing is capable of yet, yeah. which is very interesting. And it has kind of a War of the Worlds feel when he's in the Upside Down and just that 
that I'd say it looked a little bit like a design kind of yeah a little bit of cloverfield what did you think of the right. mind flare well what's the difference between the mind flare and what did come out of will the the, the shadow monster is what it is the mind flare yeah. is just what the the thing in in D and D is called that they compare it. Yeah, to, exactly. They don't have so a name. That, that's so, like so. That's, Demigorgon isn't really what the Demigorgon's called. Right, that's something right. from D and D. So they just yeah, call exactly. it. That. Exactly. So the Shadow Monster is the Mind Flayer. That's just a title they put on it. Yeah. Okay. Well. So what do you think? Before of the they design? give it, do you like a title, the design? Do you like the, the, the rules to it? Are you cool? Because this is where we're going so, in season three. You got to spend more time with. So this to thing. go back to that in your face nostalgia, and I know this isn't straight out of the eighties, but it made me feel Stephen King esque, and I mentioned to you when we were watching it, The Mist. That's what it reminded me of was the characters out of the mist and the things coming out of the mist in that movie. And so I didn't really, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I liked the lightning on the screen scene with Mm -hmm. the, you know, paused VHS. Um, I liked that. I don't know. The spinning of the sand, the different parts Mm -hmm. of how the shadow monster or the demagogue, whatever the hell he was called, mind flayer. Um, he took so many different forms. It was kind of uh, hard to keep track of all the different things yeah. that he could do and how he could transform. And well, what Which happened- I actually liked because initially when you first get a glimpse of him, he just looks like this spider thing. Mm-hmm. So I like the fact that he can become Like a praying just- mantis more. Yeah. So I like the thing. fact that yep. he can just become this shadow smoke monster and enter into Will. Mm-hmm. So he's not just restricted to one form. There's what? more to it. But I like that because the whole part of... I feel for me, any movie that is like a scary or mystery thrill is is that mystery mm-hmm. where you don't quite know and you get to put your own interpretation mm-hmm. and thoughts of what this mm-hmm. bad thing could be. And so when they fully put this, here's what it looks like. I was like, oh, well, I think I could be more scary in mm-hmm. my mind than they could ever do. Mm-hmm. And that unknown is that that thing that people like and want to see and so when it takes a physical form it's kind of disappointing but we still don't know what he's fully capable of yeah well what because happened? because he never left the upside down but no, there's other than exactly, when he was possessing when, yeah. exactly so it's like other yeah. creatures in the upside down that we're unaware of like the mm-hmm. i'm sure there is oh, yeah. like that yeah. that they allude so we'll see. because he's the mind flayer so he controls this this hive yeah whatever so yeah, what, well, what else happened, is out there? What happened know. to the smoke monster after it left Will? Because it's still in the physical and it's very... Yeah, it went, up, in went up into the <laughs> air. So, is yeah. it going to be a big part of season three? Something with, like, you uh, see it... Is it reaching outside of well, Hawkins? Well, so, okay, hold up. I'm just... Th- well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking they're pulling gonna, from like Ghostbusters. They pulling it's going to Chicago. It's going, it's going to Illinois. Yeah, I do. Fuck me if, if she a... gets possessed in Pittsburgh or Chicago, <laughs> and she opens up a goddamn back door, yeah. and then they got to go there to shut it. Fuck all that. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's very interesting. Like you start thinking of other movies from the '80s, you know, like Night of the Creeps. You know, where you have this thing that comes, you know, it's from space mm-hmm. that comes back down in slugs. You know, and people are, be, you know, turning into zombies. Or you look at what's mm-hmm. that James Gunn Slither. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things they can do with this kind of going up into space. Well, yeah. that's another thing. Like, um, we see Hopper and we see Dustin get attacked by these spores. Yeah. and But then nothing yeah. ever comes uh, yeah, of that. Yeah, but, like, you think, you know, Will, he was kind of sitting, kind of incubating that slug in yeah. him for a yeah, while. We'll so, see. like, 
What the fuck's gonna happen with Hopper and Dustin come around season yeah. three? Like, are they? It's gonna be invasion of the body snatchers yeah. in season three or season <laughs> yeah. four. You know. Agreed. Yeah, so I'm very curious what goes on there. But uh, the last two episodes, man, I want to talk about the mind flare and the gate. Um, I don't know if you guys realize how much was actually packed in these two episodes. I mean, yeah. we get the, the massive last episodes over an hour, man. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, we get the massive escape from the lab. We get the fight at the junkyard. Eleven comes back. Uh, Will has the exorcism. Bob dies. Um, we get, uh, Dustin in that moment with Dart, you know, in the tunnels, Mm -hmm. um, we get, uh, 11, you know, pretty much her, uh, Jean Grey moment shutting the gate. There's a lot going on in these two episodes. Did you guys enjoy this? Did you think it was too packed? Um, it's almost going back to the original question about pacing. Yeah, exactly. You think they could have spread that out or you guys, I I think they could have used another one to three episodes to spread some stuff out because it does come pretty fast and, and hard on you. What? <laughs> I was so fucking. I was Sorry. so entertained though Weird with these crazy. last two episodes. It was. Sure. It was very Quality, entertaining. Man. It, it, yeah, it was a lot to take in. It was uh, f- fast and hard and heavy. So. so was it entertaining? And did you like it because of episode? Seven? Hey, they got me bothered right now. No, episode seven, where it totally throws you off track and plants this weird seed and character development and all that stuff, and then all of a sudden you're back in Hawkins. I know, back where yeah. you need it to be. Is that why you liked it so much, or is it because it was good? I don't know. Oh, you know, back to that. I I think that it would have been interesting with episode seven if they maybe would have did a little bit of intercutting where you're a little bit in Chicago with uh with or eight Illinois, yeah, yeah, wherever they're at with Chicago. eight, and then going back to Hawkins eight. Hawkins, but they stay right there, which is so jarring, which we've bitched about that enough mm-hmm. probably, mm-hmm. but yeah, it would have been nice to kind of go back and forth maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, it, we talked about episode seven was the lowest rated episode of the series, season one and two at like a 6.6. The two highest episodes were eight and nine, tied at 9.6 yeah, on IMDb. I, yeah, so people really two. love those last two episodes. There's a lot of shit going on, man. You get, because, the, you get the escape from the lab. You get the death of Bob. Death of There's Bob. a lot of stuff going on there. You get all the characters back together, which is what people yep. want to see. Mm-hmm. What people like is those young, innocent, prepubescent, kind of maybe a teenager becoming an adult but not... That's the what people want to see. That's what draws people. Who doesn't want to be you back at that age where you have no responsibilities? You're right on the cusp of becoming like that driver and yeah. that gaining all those things, but you don't have to deal with it yet. Mom and dad can still make your breakfast in the yeah. morning, and it's okay. And You're I not think a nerd. With what you said there, I think that's what potentially could make season three so interesting. You got the whole band back together. Eleven's there. You got. Uh, um, Will's not possessed this time around. He's not missing. Maybe Will can live a normal life now with his friends, mm-hmm. you know? I think there's a, we're going to have a lot of fun with the gang being a squad for the first time. The thing that concerns me about that is the is the age, and they're in Hawkins Middle School. They're mm-hmm. eighth grade. Mm-hmm. That means they're going on to high school this mm-hmm. next season yeah. and this next grade. And that worries me because... A lot of things come with high school. Oh. A lot of you changes. Show up, you show up in high school and dressed as Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah really like you show up in the hallway <laughs> back in the 80s as a Ghostbuster. You're getting your ass kicked like Steve did from Billy. Well, and that is not pretty. How much time do you want to pass from um, season two to season three? Because right now it was a year, right? It was a yeah. complete yeah. year. Like so they went from seventh grade like. in the first episode yeah. to eighth grade. 357 days. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like... I think it's going to probably be another full year, and then we're going to see some things that have changed and happened. If it's not, either way, they're going to end up being in the ninth grade or the summer going it. And how many people change over that summer transition into that high school stage of their life? And 
I'm worried about how they're going to handle that. I mean, they already look pretty different from season one. They do. And so it's just going to be even worse. How many seasons are they going to do then? Like four, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Until the money. Until they realize the money's going. But you can't can't have them running around as 20 year olds in college doing this shit. Until one of them gets reported for sexual abuse. Well, and then that brings to light are they going to introduce younger kids that are then adopted into that AV mm. club that then are, you know, if yeah. it does really well, why would Netflix stop something that's right. making them money? You know, will it proceed to new generations and things like that going into the 90s? And will it be as cool if it's in the 90s and no, not no, the no. 80s? It, it's like 84 Thankfully right they started now, so they'd have another the fucking 80s. six seasons to, yeah. to move Thankfully on. They started yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It worked for, I think, Mad, it worked for Mad Men, like doing like early 60s and well, moving break, through. Yeah, and Breaking Bad was... Five seasons, something like that. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't a ton. Five, yeah. I, there, there's plenty of five or six shows yeah. out there that have done really well with just a handful of seasons. Mm-hmm. So I hope they respect it's the this. The British and, and way of television. They do exactly. a couple episodes like the Office and like is two, two or three seasons. seasons. Yeah. So I hope uh, I hope they're smart enough. Yeah. To, to respect their property enough. Maybe to just Netflix keep can it just get rights and we done. can just get this cast and they can remake Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch this cast. Too. I would watch yeah. this cast in anything, dude. Fuck yeah. it. Iron's hot. <laughs> okay. How how happy would you be if some of these characters were the children of the original Goonies cast and they became the new adventurers in the Goonies 2 movie? Uh, if you didn't know, I'm a huge Goonies fan. It's my like phone cover and everything. I think that'd be kind of awesome. Well, they live in Hawkins, though. Where was the Goonies from? Seattle. Seattle. In Seattle. They could go... I didn't hey, say no, his dad was getting a new job. They were moving. All of them Wait a minute. I didn't say they all had to. I just said how how easy would it be to transplant some of these kids into that role? Yeah. You want to see three, these kids? No, you just don't do that. You just say fuck it and you just cast them as the characters. That's what the, I said. Oh, that you thought that they were connected to Stranger. No, things. not okay. Stranger Things. Whew. No, these. Oh, you had these me on that one. Actors <laughs> who are playing these roles in these kids. He was drawn up divorce papers. Cast in a remake of Goonies too. Like with the Sean Astin's character being the dad, and then their kids go on the adventure, and yeah. that would be well, for me perfect. If you're gonna do it, this is the type of kids you need for it. Like yeah, because they're perfect for that. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not saying I want they to see a Goonies amazing. sequel because I think that that ship has sailed. Yeah. But that is uh, not what you said when we were. No, but the I'm movie. Sa- but I'm getting ready to say I think that ship has sailed. But seeing Sean Austin, you know, Aston. He, Aston, Aston, sorry, I don't like saying that. Aston. I don't like saying it like I know that. you've been saying Austin all night, it's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, I'm Sean sure it's bothering Aston. Sean too. Sorry, Sean, if you're Sean listening. Aston. We're gonna meet him. I think Sean, I think Sean, say his name right. I think Sean Aston would prefer to be called Sean Austin. <laughs> anyway, you, you're, you're losing the opportunity to say the word ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Sean Aston, okay. Um, I think that, you know, he's so lovable and this, so fucking awesome. I would, it would be cool, I guess, to see him in, in a Goonies movie, you know, playing that, yeah. like, kind of character, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It'd be rough sell, because I think, you know, again, a lot of time has, has kind of... Uh, nostalgia sales. Yeah, nostalgia, yeah. So, I don't know. Would you would you like to see a Goonies with, with uh, nope. old Sean Astin? Yes. <laughs> no. And Josh Brolin no. and everybody else you that was in the cast. You have until Corey Feldman. <laughs> Martha Plimpton? Corey. Corey Feldman, I man. think it would be wonderful. Oh. So let's talk about my favorite moment if of the season. If the Duffer season. Brothers wrote it. Maybe. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. It they need Stranger to, Things Season 3. That would be great. Brad was just saying they need to rewrite and do Ghostbuster yeah. and all these different sequels. They need to... Do, if they're going to remake things anyway from my childhood, they might yeah. as well remake and Better redo to to a new All-female Goonies cast. I got it. No! <laughs> now, veto on that. <laughs> Green light. 
<laughs> My favorite no. moment Big of me. this season is the high school dance. I thought it yeah. ended so beautifully. I don't think they could have ended it any better. It's probably my one of my favorite season enders of all time because we get, you know, Lucas and Max, mm. they get their kiss, you get Mike and Eleven, they finally kiss, and they're setting they kiss it. in season one. Well I'm, well what I'm saying here is at the end here, it looks like everyone's gonna get a girl. Dustin comes in, he gets the hair right, and you're yeah. like, okay. Everyone's confidence to go up to that yeah, one girl. Every, and I figured he's going to get a girl. All of them are going to mm-hmm. end with a girl. And I think it was so special and it's so beautiful for him to, you know, not get the girl. And he's sitting over on the side on the bleachers. He's, he's crying a little mm-hmm. bit. And then Nancy comes up and they dance. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she's like, hey, in a couple of years, you're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. You know, it not literally. Yeah, <laughs> like, I hope not. Wait, that's we'll where see. you're going. <laughs> you're going to be a lady killer in a couple of years. And mm-hmm. I just thought that and he, he's smiling. And mm-hmm. you can tell the girls are like, wow, Nancy's dancing with him. Maybe yeah. there is something to this kid. Mm-hmm. And I just think it was such an important, you know, piece to his character. I, I absolutely loved the ending of uh, Stranger Things Season 2. What do you think of that? Yeah, uh, good ending because you get all the kids get their, their stories wrapped up, um, you know. Uh, you don't think it was and, forced? Not at no. all. With Dustin no. especially? That, that was one of the other big things from Season 2. People were like, oh man, the snowball. They didn't get to go to the snowball. And I'm like, like that's I, I you know I was hoping that was coming towards the end when uh, when Hopper meets up and he's like, you know, can we maybe get her out for one night? And I was like, oh, be a snowball dance. That'd be so fucking great. And it was. And yeah. it was. It Aren't was you great. glad he didn't get the girl, Dustin? Yeah, because I mean that that fits his character. And like I said, it, it made that that you know Lucas getting Max make more sense than Dustin because Lucas wouldn't have had that oh. emotional impact. Uh, with you not getting a girl. So, like, yeah, it makes sense for Dustin being that, you know, the lovable loser kind of person. Because in just, season three, he's going to get Max and Eleven. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Calling it. <laughs> Calling it now. No, and then, yeah. and side of Nancy. We expect that. Yeah. <laughs> She's a whore. Yeah, get, <laughs> God. Yeah. And you get, yeah, Nancy gets that nice little tie-up with him, and then, you know, Steve, well, he, Steve he drops him off at the dance and leaves, you know, like, yeah. he doesn't stay for the dance because he's still lost his social status. And, yeah. Yeah. Because Dustin had the hots for Nancy in season yeah, one. Yeah, that was his thing. The yeah. first episode, he was yeah. like, bring like, hey, Nancy." Like, yeah. He's just trying to find himself as a character, yeah. which is really cool. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, I thought it was a, a good uh, wrap up to, like you said, to the characters. I think uh, it was a good resolution for this season yeah. uh, to put him in that. And but then, like you said, the very last shot is flipped to the upside down, and yeah. you know, there's still a threat there. So we'll we'll see where it goes. There's but. probably gonna be a back door. Back door for the mind yeah, flare. We'll see. So you didn't care for this ending? It's not that I didn't care for it. I think what everybody's already said, that it wrapped it up well and it gave the hero's moment and everything's jolly and great and fine. And then you get the upside down world mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, but maybe it's not. Da-da. Um, and that cliffhanger moment. I just felt like the transition from the fights and things like that to then the dance, it's kind of like that... Marvel moment at the end of the movie where you're just waiting around for the Easter egg to pop up, but really, did you really trans? It just wasn't transitioned well for me. Really, okay. hmm. yeah, interesting. Um, so I understand that it's a little bit of a hard transition from all the intense stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's, it's like, just, hey, now we're gonna go to a dance. Yeah, it's just like, super yeah, emotional okay. and like scary and frightening, and yeah. there's all these things and people dying, and then all of a sudden, but, let's go to a dance. I mean, that's but, it, but, it, it, but it works I mean, for them after a stressful it, week. Don't you just want to go yeah. to a snowball? Yeah, but it works for them because in their normal world that's a big thing for them is to go to this dance so you gotta find that normal yeah yeah Yeah. so it's that bringing everything kind of back to normal for them and and it goes along with the storyline of 
the whole, it was the toxins underground yeah. that killed yeah. Barb and like the whole putting the sugar coating mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. things yeah. and brainwashing basically the town of Hawkins to not know what's really mm-hmm. going yeah. on. So it goes along with that. I just, I don't know. It reminds it me felt... of the 80s template though. I mean, you look yeah. at a movie like uh, my favorite movie of all time, Fright Night, you know, you have Charlie goes across the street and he fights the vampire next door. A lot of demonic shit's going on over there. A lot of vampire shit. He comes back afterwards. What happens? You know, he's laying in bed with Amy, mm-hmm. you know, and then he sees the eyes across the street. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just coming back. Yeah, you, you have a hard time. Like, like Kyle just said, it's kind of, it's kind of like bringing it back, bring mm-hmm. it back but a little bit. But with that, they, the movie starts with that. The movie starts with him in bed with Amy. So that was a good ending bookends piece. With this, there's no dance at the beginning. There's eight and her gang of robbers. And then they end it with this happy-go-lucky heroes moment. It just, it yeah, didn't, it didn't close in bookend for me. It went from these tragic, horrible things to, ah, everybody's cheering and happy. But it didn't end like that. It ended with the mind flare. Well, but mm-hmm. barely. It's Shadow monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Demogorgon. <laughs> Uh, and so, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily super happy for everybody. I mean, Dustin got rejected two or three times in that yeah. dance, and then, like you said, Steve drove off by yeah. himself. And but it did end so. happy because he did, as Brad pointed out. The girls were like, "Why is Nancy dancing?" Well, he did, but and but like, it wasn't like they just like, all strolled yeah. in like kings of the school. Now no, or it wasn't like that, super you know? happy. I thought it was such a sweet. Moment. It was it was it kind was, of yeah. humbling for. Yeah. And you get characters. Yeah. You don't see how screen like Jonathan doesn't have Nancy anymore. Joy Bob died, so Joyce doesn't have anybody now. Like. Not, not well, everything is like, but Joyce was with yeah, Hopper, like, yeah, and was Jonathan jo- was with was Jonathan? Nancy. Jonathan's taking the pictures of the kids at the dance oh, while right. Nancy's there. Oh, Steve yeah, doesn't have yeah. anybody, but he's reclaimed that. He's trying to become king again, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. So anything else you guys want to add? Anything I missed? Pros, cons, anything? Uh, uh, just like small things that I liked. I loved uh, they did it twice when they take pictures of the kids. Like, is that cool, like, just, like, filter oh, looking like yeah. the Polaroid pictures mm. was really cool? Um, she's, like... It's not... It, dude, it's nine episodes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there was there was a lot going on, but also, like, not a whole lot going on. Because <laughs> there's not enough to get more going on. Um, there's so many... There's so many fun beats within mm. nine episodes. Right. I, I mean, I'm just excited. I mean, they, they laid enough seeds for season three where it could go places. You know, is Dr. Brenner still alive? You know, uh, th- like I mentioned, Hopper and Dustin get sprayed yeah. with the spores. Is something going to happen there? There's a there's a Dimmy Dog in the buyer's fridge. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's happening oh, with that? That? <laughs> that, has to, that has to be something. That has big. to play back in, right? Has to I mean, play and Billy and Miss Wheeler going to hook up? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Are they going to create another child to, to throw into the group? <laughs> um, you know, and the Shadow Monster's not dead. Like, all they did was just yeah. they put a band-aid on it oh yeah they just sealed closed a door yeah but is there another door open is there a window else? is it floating in space yeah mm-hmm. we don't know oh! uh one more thing i wanted to add it was just a technical thing um i thought it was pretty interesting you know when 11 freaks out and all the windows um kind of uh, implode bust. and they yeah. bust and they're all mm-hmm. over the cabin mm-hmm. um all that was a practical effect mm-hmm. david cool. yeah david harbour he was like he didn't even use a stunt man he was just like yeah mm-hmm. just fucking blow it and mm-hmm. so all that glass was you know just launched to mm-hmm. him i thought that that's pretty cool though and it's a it's a cool effect in the movie oh yeah and uh you come out to find it, it's, it's yeah. a practical the, the only other thing um, effect. he's like mad at her for eating egos uh, for dinner, but then he's cool with her eating French toast for breakfast. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> I love their dynamic. <laughs> French toast is just fucking dessert for breakfast, too. And Hopper gets to uh, adopt Eleven, which is super yeah. fucking they, Yeah, cool. like I said, best relationship in the movie. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, 
pros, cons, anything else you want to add? Not a lot. Like I said, uh, I was satisfied with it. Um, like I said at the beginning, too, like I love the music. Um, all the... My baby loves a spooky movie. It was like a weird song that I uh, fucking... All the musical selections here. were fantastic yeah. that they had in there. Um, costume design the was great. Costume to design the set. Like, it's always, like you said, it, it wasn't overtly 80s. It just felt like the 80s. Mm-hmm. And so that's all on, like, the set designers and everything. Like, yeah. they get the right things to make it feel like the 80s, but not, like, cliched 80s. Like you said, not everyone's in freaking day glow and shit like that yeah mm-hmm. um and then the music i love the music there's a lot of the there's a couple scenes where it was very um i'm trying to think of which one it was early in episode one or two where they're kind of being more reflective and just the music was just yeah. i can't describe it it was just perfect it had that synth feel to it but it was really tender music it was awesome i that stood out to me a lot was the was the score let's see which x-men movie is it that's supposed to be in the 80s is that uh, days, Apoc- of future days of future best i think right no that's 70s oh, so yeah. it was apocalypse oh, apocalypse, yeah. apocalypse like that movie there it doesn't even earn its eight is uh 80 stripes at all you know yeah. they have that one scene where it's forced arcade you know and he's wearing the michael jackson jacket i think it's nightcrawler mm-hmm. that shit's forced like i yeah. really do feel like stranger things is living in the 80s yeah. you know mm-hmm. they do do a lot of shots though where they're low to the ground you see they're like what are they wearing their little nikes and stuff mm-hmm. that's fun fucking they mean bob <laughs> loving mr mom he goes to blockbuster he's got his movies I love and, then, kenny rogers. and then they do the kenny K- rogers yeah and then they you know kfc a lot of those like little references yeah. are just Perfect. Island in the Streets a bitchin' song. I was saying that when I was on. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Duo, yeah. He's like, I love Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> the fact That's... that you knew that song kind of, yeah, that was funny. That's good. Pros, cons, anything that I missed? Uh, anything, anything you, you missed? Yeah, anything you want to add? Anything I want to add. I am, as much as I have issues with season two, I am looking forward to season three, and I do want to know what happens and where it goes. So, um, yeah. That's about it. Okay. We're going to score it real quick, and then we'll jump into movie news. Um, did you like this season better than season one season, and score it? Season one was a 4.5 for me. Okay. I, mean, I really, really liked it. Didn't find very many faults. Um, you know, and, and we're not stupid. You know, it's the like, the mantra of season two, and, and it's not stupid. It doesn't doesn't dumb you down, I don't feel. But uh, there there is a little bit of this, that spark missing, I guess, with Eleven not being in the group, uh, you know, and th- that dynamic. I still say it's probably a four. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it twice. I watched it. I binged it the first, like, two days, and then we were like, hey, we're going to do the, the episode. So I was like, I'm going to watch them all again. Fuck it. So <laughs> last yeah. three days, I crammed them all in again. Watch Beyond uh, Stranger Things. It's so good. Yeah. so good. Um. Shoot, I don't remember if I ever scored the first one. I'd probably get it 4.5, too. Did you like this one better than season one? Well, it's been a year since I watched the first one. Uh, the first one, like you said, it's always a little trickier the second season. Um, the first one just came out of nowhere, and it was Unexpected just so, and yeah, and, so yeah. unique um, that I think it's probably going to be just a little bit higher just from that aspect. But it's definitely a solid four for me. Yeah, it's, I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... They, they they stuck with what they're good at, yeah. I think. So, so what do you I put? hope they I, a four. Four, I would say. Okay. Yeah, and I hope they keep it to a tight like four seasons. I hope yeah. they don't try to milk it. Yeah. And they get better CGI because some of the CGI is kind of shit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think yeah, the effects were pretty good on a Netflix TV budget. I th- I'd be curious to see what the yeah. budget they is. They had a Netflix. much bigger budget for season two. You could tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the they CGI used it a lot more too, much, though. Yeah. 
They were a lot more effective. Can you imagine season one. three when we get the uh, Dark Mutants, the X Men, the Heroes, and <laughs> Outer Space and Body yeah. Snatchers? Isn't Superman yeah. coming and, to and, season two? And Hellboy, I think. And Hellboy shows. Oh yeah, Hellboy. That's right. Uh, right. Did you like this episode? The season um, better? No, I didn't like it better. Okay. I said that from the beginning. <laughs> uh, but I agree with the score. Is I would probably rate it at a four. It was still really good. So what did you really score liked the first it. one then? I would probably say it was still four point five. Okay. Yeah. Um, It was it was definitely better than average, and it gave something new and exciting. But there's a lot of things for me, and maybe it was that curse of that second season where that newness has kind of worn off, and they kind of just play the same beats, and then they underdevelop new beats, and so then you're while they're trying to pay homage to this old stuff and bring in the new stuff, and it just doesn't quite mesh as well. So I'd give it a four, but really. I think yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give it a four point five. I think it would have been pretty much perfect. No complaints if it wasn't for you know the uh, the stuff that I've been bitching about with um, uh, eight. number eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know where that could possibly go. But for the most part, man, everything that they added, I loved. You know, um, I love the actor who played Billy. I loved mm-hmm. uh, the addition of uh, Sean Astin. You mm-hmm. know, Paul Reiser. Um, the uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this season. I think I'd give season one a four. And I'd probably give this a 4.5. I'm very curious to see where season three goes. And like I said, I didn't even finish Defenders. I'm a I'm a huge MCU, you know, DC, Star Wars guys. All the big stuff. You know, it's fun to talk about. You know, any of the comic book related stuff. But I tell you what, I didn't even finish. You know, uh, Defenders or Daredevil season two. I I ate this up. I think it's a it's a show that every it's must see TV now. It's right I'd, out I'd there be with interested some of the to see shows. what the numbers are. I mean, Netflix doesn't release their numbers, but I I bet this is probably the most watched. Thing on the night that it came out. Yeah, for sure. Everyone was, you know. Well, our daughter this. wanted to watch it that night at midnight. She's, like, she's on fall break. Uh-huh. She's like, "Can we watch it at midnight? It comes on in two hours, mom. It's counting down." Yeah. No, but real close, wait. real close. If I give it a four point five, hey, I don't know, man. They're both fucking awesome, and they're both at least a four. So I really enjoyed both seasons. I'm look really looking forward to season three. So, awesome. um, anything else you guys want to add? We're done here. I think no. we're looking forward to season no, three and yeah. seeing what else is strange yeah. out All right, there. All right, this was a hefty, <laughs> hefty episode, so let's take a break, and we will return with some movie news. <laughs> Welcome back to Movie News. Kyle, what were some of your favorite headlines of the week? Uh, favorite wouldn't be a word I'd use, but... <laughs> Um, I, I think we're going to start out with a, a pretty big one. Um, Hollywood's been rocked pretty heavy these last few weeks with uh, a lot of sex scandals. You know, uh, Harvey Weinstein, a lot of internet sites like uh, Screen Junkies, Ain't It Cool News and stuff. Uh, but another big name, a couple of big names actually, um, Kevin Spacey Ooh. has been uh, accused of, in the 80s particularly, uh, by at least three men as uh, sexually assaulting them when they were all underaged. Or attempting to sexually assault them. Um, and this caused him to come out on Twitter as being a gay man. Uh, which uh, I guess he thought would quell some <laughs> of the awfulness, but made it a lot worse. Because he's yeah. basically hiding behind pedophilia by saying, ah, I'm gay though. Yeah, it opened up <laughs> yeah. a whole other can of worms. Yeah, and for it's like, like, see, I told you uh, only gay people want to rape your kids. Is that quite yeah. possibly like, the worst uh, coming out of all time? Hands down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> terrible. So the reason wow. I touched this little boy. Okay. That was a pretty good Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but, uh, so that uh, has caused, I mean, uh, around that time, Netflix was already saying that, like, hey, season six of House of Cards is going to be it anyways. Uh, but now they're like, uh, fuck, we're putting this on hold probably indefinitely. 
now because we don't want to associate ourselves. So is with it on hold or well, is it? Well, see, they up? were they were going to do a. They had this season and then like another season, I believe, uh, and they were in the middle of filming this season, and they're kind of like, uh, no, we're gonna put a kibosh on that. Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, they stopped completely in the middle. Interesting. Um, well, did you hear also that that they're talking about some House of Cards spinoffs? Ugh, so I could see they spinning out of this mm-hmm. and then spinning yeah, out and then spinning right quick. into a new version of House of Cards. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and Kevin Spacey's not the only one. Uh, today, Brett Ratner. Uh, really? There's there's always been kind of some accusations out there with Brett Ratner. Yeah. I think Olivia Munn a few years ago was talking some stuff, and then the only like, accusations I've ever heard is his movies suck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, he always kind of yeah uh, came but off a bit douchey, but recently, as of today, six women came forward. Jesus. Um, and he he's pretty well, big at Warner Brothers right now. They paid him four hundred fifty million dollars a few years ago to like head up a lot of their projects. Uh, he was behind Wonder much Woman. They pay him? $450 million in 2013. Jesus. Uh, he was behind Wonder Woman and was going to be behind the Hugh Hefner biopic. That check's already cashed, dead. probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's not, he's just running to the bank right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Sorry. And, so, yeah. I mean, we'll we've seen, we saw, uh, you know, the Academy step in and kick Harvey Weinstein out. Um, yeah. What do we think is, is going to happen? I mean, this is obviously well, a trend and, and, and a, a, good thi- a good thing because it's been something in Hollywood that's kind of been known for years. Well, I was going to say, what's interesting is this is probably been going on a long time you have like rumors and you know back in the day with like hitchcock and some of these other guys polanski like, polanski yeah so it's like now finally they're kind of making a yeah, move woody to actually, allen yeah woody mm-hmm. allen to finally maybe actually do something about it and be like we, we can't deal with you guys anymore yeah. we'll see you know a guy and i were talking about this at work today and i am let me be very clear here before i start mm-hmm. i am in no way defending their actions but how do you get into the psychology of, um, I was reading a, a quote from Harvey Weinstein today, and he goes, in the 70s, eight, or I'm sorry, like 80s, early 90s, he's like, that's just how it was. Again, that's no excuse for a predator, but how do you get into the psychology of someone who is raised in Hollywood in that kind of thinking, yeah. 80s, early 90s, that has to be a mess in his head. Who created Harvey Weinstein? Well, that's what I was saying. I think it goes further back to, like you said, like Polanski and Hitchcock and, yeah. and all these other guys that just kind of a breeding ground for like, this is what you do. Yeah. If you want to make it, get on the couch or something. And and that's what everyone kind of accepted. And now it... Because if you're talking about serial killers, you know, you yeah. talk about the source. You know, why did this person become that way? What made yeah. him want to wear fucking flesh masks, you know, and yeah. eat people in his fucking yeah. basement, you know? I think a lot of these just come down to power. And, you Absolutely. know, they're the ones that, if, if they feel like they have the power to dictate your career, then they're going to try to get whatever they can out of you. I've lost track for, of how many Weinstein, you know, oh, accusations yeah, are out it's, there. It's in the 20s. Everywhere from, um, you know, Rose McGowan, I yeah. think, said mm-hmm. that she was pretty much raped by him, mm-hmm. you know, to Rose, uh, to Argento's well, daughter, you know. Yeah. yeah. All and there's all these little, like, hints that are coming out, like somebody showed Seth MacFarlane, uh, the family guy from, like, years ago. Where Stewie's running around saying he just escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, what was the other one? Um, oh, uh, Courtney Love on a red carpet was asked about something about tips for young actresses. Yeah, and she's, like, ago, she's like, don't like, ever go to Harvey, uh, Harvey Weinstein's like, when was this? house. Yeah. Back in like 2005 or some wow, shit like that. Damn. So it's like there's all these like, 
it seems like, unfortunately, it was kind of an underground thing where people knew or heard things. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, I guess they just kind of accepted. Yeah. And, parts and, of and it. not in these cases here. You know, I'm, I'm sure Weinstein's a dirt bag, and I'm sure yeah. that Brett Ratner probably is as well. But this is also when the freaks come out too, and they just start pinpointing people. So I hope no one gets thrown under the bus. Who yeah. didn't do something like that too, but it, it, it's hard to weed out. It's and the really thing, you know, a, a few years ago, even with Bill Cosby, the yeah. first, even though the first like five, six women come out saying people were like, "Yeah, it's Bill Cosby though," so we're going. He wears sweaters. Side. and He tells nice right. jokes, and it's like, and yeah. then like, and then it starts to get into the twenties, and then people were like, "Oh, All right, well, maybe some of these women are credible," and it's like, "What do you mean some? So like, maybe he did. <laughs> women are coming. Like, maybe he did this, stick his dick in the pudding." Yeah, yeah. and with <laughs> this, like, the first person that comes out, people are like, "You know what? We're gonna go with the victim here." Yeah. Maybe for the first time and listen to them and then kind of let it play out. And you prove that you're innocent instead of us automatically assuming you are. It's a yeah. fucking mess. Yeah, it yeah. is a fucking I mess. I think it's just going to keep steamrolling. We're gonna, I think gonna we're going to see some pretty big dominoes fall. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what Quentin Tarantino said about it? He's a weird dude, but he's open with it. So. No, I was really okay. Uh, I respect what he said because um, like he pretty much came out and said, look, I'm sorry, I should have said something. I knew that Weinstein was doing this stuff, but he's like, let me tell you something else. All these fuckers out there, like Harvey Weinstein's brother, that said he was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. he was doing those kind of things. He's like, fuck them. He goes, fuck them. Okay, they knew. You're friends with Harvey, you just know. You just know that's the kind of guy he is. And so, yeah, it sucks that Tarantino didn't step out and say anything Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, prevent you know, some women from being abused, but at least he's like, Hey man, you know, I, I should have said something. And again, it's, I think it's just, you get used like, to that environment, right? I mean, I'm going to have many douchebags Tarantino fucking knows in the Hollywood system. Oh, yeah. You can't fucking point mm-hmm. them all out. You're not going to have a career, right? And and part of it is again, you just, there's something about upsetting the apple cart and then Wins, yeah. isn't Weinstein and he fun. Or all some of Tarantino's, Tarantino's movies. Were, so I think it's like, so, one of them. so part of him's like, uh, his dude's a total dick, but, I kind of want to make my movies. <laughs> no shit. You know, so... It's a fucking mess. It and, is a mess. It's a mess, yeah. That's what Kevin Smith said. I mean, Kevin Smith's like, you know, I, he's like, I didn't know about this stuff, but he's like, I wouldn't have a career without him. He's like, and, and he's like, but if I had to do it again, I, you know, I wouldn't have a career. Didn't he uh, give yeah. all and of his Miramax money? And every, yeah. every penny that he makes off of any movie that he made with Miramax is going to a women's shelter. Now yeah. that's setting the fucking standard. If you're Tarantino, you got to be like, oh, hey, dude, won't yeah. you calm down just a little yeah. bit and just give, give like he's a quarter like, of your money? All of it? <laughs> Gotta give him all of it, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, so. All right, that's man. Crazy. Yeah, that sucks, man. I hope yeah. uh, yeah. hope the dominoes fall where they should. Yeah. All right, let's let's move on to something else. Um, so a couple of months ago, it was announced that they fired the composer for Justice League and threw Danny Elfman in on it. Um, and they were talking to Danny Elfman, you know, uh, about the music that he's going to have and the themes in it. And he basically said, there's only one true Batman theme, and they're my themes from the Burton movies. <laughs> no. And they are going to be in the Justice League. Well, who doesn't like the it, fucking Batman well, and theme, And it makes right? sense. It's like, why is he going to come up with a new Batman theme when he already has a fucking Batman <laughs> <Yeah>. theme? <laughs> he's like, what should I do? Use that gonna, theme, basically. He's like, go get me the Batman yeah, theme. Yeah, talk about it just... being stacked against him. It's like, hey, I yeah. need you to create a Batman theme. It's like, what, like, what the fuck? I did, I did, I did that. that 25 years ago. <laughs> it was awesome. People yeah, liked we, it. Yeah. We need another awesome Batman theme. It's like, oh, shit. Fuck off and find someone else. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, that works. I mean... Does it fit it, in this movie, though? That's the question. I don't know. I I mean, you got weird versions that come together in the trailer, so who fucking yeah. knows what they're doing? Yeah. Like, music. I watched Tim Burton's Batman, and that's I like it there. It's cool, right? Yeah. I just I love the Batman theme, but then you got Aquaman riding the Batmobile. Yeah, like, yeah man. And like, yeah, when are you gonna use that theme in the movie like this? That's is it gonna be an Easter egg? Yeah, is it gonna be subtle or is it gonna? It's be... gotta be subtle. 
I would love to you, hear it. But. You would want it to be subtle, but we've watched these movies. They don't try to be subtle about shit. They're yeah. just the like, we're going to beat you yeah. over the head with it, and you'll like it or you won't, and you yeah. won't, because you're a yeah, Flash is like, hey, what's that? Because you're not stupid. What's that, dude? Oh, yeah, that's the bat signal, and then the Batman mm-hmm. music's going to come on or yeah. something. basically. Yeah, it has to be. I agree with you. Nothing that they do is subtle, they but can, in this case, I bet it will be. They can only use it when he's driving the Batmobile. That's yeah. my... Because I kind of feel path. shitty about that now, because I like that theme. If these yeah. movies were good, I wouldn't care, but yeah. don't take something precious <laughs> and mix it into, yeah, I mean, sh- into look at shit. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming, they used Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I'm cool yeah. with that. It, I love, it I, worked, I, but... Yeah, yeah, it worked. Well, Spider-Man Homecoming, in my opinion, is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, but... And I'm not saying Just League is, I mean, we don't know yet. But, yeah, it's we not... Uh, yeah, we <laughs> Dude... We don't know, but we know. You know what? It's so funny... Um, Kyle, I was like, last couple of weeks, I'm like, man, Thor's coming out, Star Wars is coming out, some of these independent releases are coming out, and it, I always forget that there's this another huge movie coming out called Justice League, because I honestly don't give a shit. I'll, I'll go see it, because I'm curious Look, as hell. Remember when the Avengers was coming out? Like, you probably knew the exact fucking yeah. minute that was hitting a theater for, like, <laughs> months. Yeah, Justice League could Justice come League out tomorrow and bite me in the ass, when, I wouldn't even fucking know. Yeah, when does like, it come out? It's like when this you're, year? You'd yeah. See, that's... <laughs> I think it's... I think it's. It's only got winter. two months left. So. Right? Yes. Dude, it's this year. It's. They're I think promoting it's promoting it pretty heavy. It's got to be yeah. like late November, just, early but December. But I honestly they don't just, give a shit. They just don't have a good track record for me, so I just have no interest. But I, once yeah. I once I hear that's coming out, I mean, I'll, I'll go see it that weekend because I am curious. I, I as think it's a good laugh, probably. Then I go. am so <laughs> curious on how this is going to turn out. So Academy Award for best comedy goes to. Ass Suicide Squad makeup. All right. So Movie Pass. You guys familiar with Movie Pass? It's kind of exploded. So Movie Pass is you pay ten dollars a month and you can go to as many movies as you want in a movie theater. Uh, you just show up day of and you're like, hey, I want to take it. Here's my Movie Pass, and they give you a ticket. It's ten bucks a month. Seems like that's so cheap. Seems like that, yeah. And uh, so I mean, this this kind of exploded recently uh, at the beginning of summer. They had just got started. They had like two thousand users. Now they're up to a quarter of a million because <laughs> um, they started like advertising on Facebook and getting like stuff published about them. Uh, so they've kind of changed their terms of service out of nowhere <laughs> on people. Oh, you um, dirty fucks. So their terms of service, they can cancel your account, charge you more monthly, just whatever they feel they need to charge you, or limit the amount of movies you're allowed to see in a month without giving you any warning whatsoever. Wow. Um, Fuck that You deal. throw this in with, like, they, they, their customer service has been, like, ragged on really fucking hard by people. Like, you order, it's supposed to get, like, a credit card type thing. Mm-hmm. It takes, like, weeks for it to get to Man. you. Even though you're paying so you for it, for you're paying for it, but you're not getting to do anything. Um, and they had uh, they're they have a looming uh, jump of two hundred dollars uh, to a two hundred percent increase in price. Sorry, not two hundred dollars. So it's going to be like thirty bucks now a month. Jesus. So it comes out to like a dollar a day for a movie if you went to a movie every day um, instead they're of gonna, the, the ten bucks. So like yeah. those memberships are going to drop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and and they they've had a hard time keeping up with the demand going from like I said two thousand users to yeah. a quarter of a million in. A couple would, of months. I would spend ten bucks a month or fifteen bucks, yeah. but thirty yeah. bucks. See, like, even if you see two movies, it's paid for itself. For yeah, a month. yeah. And I think and that's maybe, what they were betting on. Is yeah. like most. It's like any of these other things, gym memberships. They bet that people yeah. aren't going to go fifteen times. Yeah. They're going to go once or twice. But maybe it drags you out to see a movie you wouldn't have seen otherwise. You're like, yeah. I got free time. I'll go see this. You know, indie flick. That yeah. I didn't I'll go see Mother. You know what? You know why I, um, I never looked into it. Because mm-hmm. it seemed too good to be true. I mm-hmm. always thought there was something, but I guess people were getting by with it for a while. I know mm-hmm. Josh Collard really liked it. Yeah. I think he had the movie pass. But uh, I always thought to myself, too, um, kind of in the back of my mind, that has to kill movie theaters. Oh, right? movie theaters 
fucking hate it. How how can they well, how can they charge those prices then and, and not let the but don't theaters the make movie... most of their money off concessions and shit like that? Not so much yeah, ticket sales. Yeah, still, but still, it's raping. Still, like, but that would hurt the like production companies and distribution. Seems companies, like it would hurt right? a lot of people. It's like yeah. if I if I go see ten movies in a month, yeah. but I'm only really paying for two, mm-hmm. then yeah, all these yeah. other. What 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 profits are they seeing? Yeah, it just seems like someone's getting fucked somewhere. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised to hear that it's folding. You know, because mm-hmm. it it was too good to be true. You can't pay fucking ten dollars to go to any movie right. you want to for a month, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Would you pay thirty bucks to go as much as you want? Uh, You'd have to see have probably to look, at least I, three movies a month. Which I do, so I would probably do that. But still. But that you'd have. It like, sounds like and you have to go. Like you have to go day like of, and they like, do limit some movies. You can't yeah. see anything in 3D. Like if you know the movie's full up, it's full up. Yeah. You can't like pre-order tickets to something. If you want to, when Star Wars comes out, you can't pre-order a ticket. You have to get it that day. Really? When you go to the theater. Well, from what you're telling me, these people are up to fuckery. So I am yeah. not even interested. I'll just yeah. watch this whole fucking thing yeah. collapse. I had been yeah. toying with the idea yeah. of getting yeah. it, and this kind of solidified that. Yeah. Well, honestly, the last couple of places I've lived, there's been theaters around that have specials like. You know the place I'm at now. I, five bucks, I can go see a movie on Tuesdays. So, mm-hmm. like, what's the incentive then to to get this? Yeah. If, when I was in I college, we had a dollar theater. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, yeah. hey, this movie's been out for two months. That's what I like to see in Lafayette. Yeah. A second run, like back in the day, it was ninety nine cents. But it would be cool to have like a, a second run theater in town yeah. that was like three bucks like two, now, two four bucks. bucks yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, I'd be all about that. I don't even know the. The red tape you have to go through to make something like that happen or to go up against Goodrich or, you know, even how you yeah. would do something like yeah. that. Because even taking, like, one of these old buildings like, you know, Marsh or Kmart and turning that into a, th- a second-run theater has to be mm-hmm. goddamn well, They had expensive. one back in the day. Yeah, they over on uh, Market Square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Saw AI there, second run. Yeah. I saw, but then, but then Dude, I saw Ace Ventura there. I saw <laughs> The Dark Half. Um, all kinds of movies over there. Man. But then it must have went under or something. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, who it's knows? too good to be true. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, movie pass. Yeah. Um, likely. Um, and last thing I got here is, I mean, Ron Howard uh, took over for the Han Solo movie from Lord and Miller. Um, it's being reported now as of today that he reshot 80% of the movie. I read um, that too. In like, what, three months? In three months. Like, That's he crazy. basically reshot an entire movie in three months. Uh, cost him, cost them twice the budget they were expecting, though. <sighs> They haven't announced that number, but Rogue One cost two hundred million to make. Yeah. So for, and it's going to be close to that, probably. I would think. Say okay. it's four hundred million. I mean, even if they Han Solo, I put I a good make, trailer, it'll make at least seven hundred thousand to a billion dollars. You know, anywhere in that ballpark. So they're covered and merchandise. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you got that, but it's already kind of being predicted that's going to underperform, especially from where Rogue One was, with yeah. it having like a May release date. And uh, there's like two things coming out on either okay. end of it. Well, let like me tell Deadpool you right there. It comes out after the it. Big, let me stop you there. It won't come out in May. I know they're sticking to that it? gun right now. You think it's pushing? It would be the only one it released in May since Rogue One: Force Awakens: Last Jedi. So it seems weird already to to put it in May, and they're killing it in December. But, Anything they go up against in December is getting slaughtered. I don't care if it's Han Solo, Rogue One, or you know one of the saga films. And with it being behind right now. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Do they have anything else for next December, or is this no? That's it. This is their off year one. That's it. So I would not be surprised if it gets moved up to December. Not not at all. Or at least like end of summer. You don't think they're going to push like like Marvel started doing with like two to three movies a year? I would, yeah, you know me, dude. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I would fucking love to see that. I mean, that was another thing. Like, uh, Disney but and they don't, Film announced they have plans for at least ten more movies like, yeah. in mind. But they don't have anything to fill next year. 
Yeah, Besides not December. This, so. right. Yeah, th- there's no production time. You know, not enough time yeah. to get another Star Wars movie out. I put Ron Howard in charge of it. He could do it in three <laughs> yeah. months. Apparently, yeah. I think no matter what. Well, it also helped. I think he had all his production shit all yeah. set up for him. I am so uh, concerned though. The biggest thing for this, I think, is you got to have like a killer trailer to really get these people out to see this. Especially everything that's happened for this, like you better not have a shitty trailer because <laughs> if you have a shitty trailer, people are like, no, fuck it, yeah. I'm not gonna go see it. So. We'll see. Yeah, we just did I our top so. five Star Wars trailers, and if you look back at all the Star Wars trailers, mm-hmm. there's like between teasers and trailers, there's 25 fucking Star Wars trailers, yeah. and some of them are really interesting how they market them to get you into the seats. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it needs to be a top five fucking Han Solo mm-hmm. trailer, man. It's got to be some because for cool me shit. personally, I haven't even really paid much attention to set photos or cast photos. Yeah. Or anything. I don't know what it looks they like. I don't know what much. it's gonna be like. So that trailer is gonna be what. And Han Solo's tricky, especially mm-hmm. when you're getting into the key characters of Star mm-hmm. Wars. You know, like I've always been, you know, this is the first one. Rogue One was yeah. about the Death Star. We haven't, you know, uh, legacy characters, man. We haven't mm-hmm. jumped into Han Solo, we won any of that. And yeah. uh, to do a young Han Solo, that's scary already because mm-hmm. Harrison Ford just kills it as, you know, this is two main characters, uh, Han Solo and Indiana Jones, man. you're gonna If you asked me if I wanted to direct that and that you'd give me whatever money... I don't know if I would. You can't. You can't direct a Han Solo movie. It just seems. It seems like a bad idea yeah. to do that. And uh, with Ron Howard coming in and just uh, remaking this in what three months, two and a half months, mm-hmm. that's scary. Only because you think of production process. You know, like um, you know, Star Wars got the money, but man, I'm sure sets got torn down. And mm-hmm. I wonder just how uh, accurate this movie's going to be or consistent. This yeah. movie's going to yeah. be from set and to like, set. What was, was he it? reshooting? Was he yeah, reshooting would you rotations? Rather... Was he reshooting know. just? Shitty acting, shitty dialogue. Well, that was what, the was thing. He, well, they said when Lord yeah. Miller filming it, they, they had somewhere between 50 and 75% of the movie Yeah, shot. it was almost done. Yeah. And it was he filming shot 80% months. of what they had already done because yeah. so you're either going to get a Frankenstein of a movie yeah. or you're going to have to reshoot it and go way over budget. But what I'm wondering obviously. is like, why did he reshoot it? Well, it was, was it because, because he was, didn't like the look of it? Did he not like the acting? Did well, he not like fired, the dialogue? They fired Lord Miller because they weren't liking it. Well, because it was, I guess, so Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. Um, which I was a big. It started raining in here, man. Yeah. Damn. Um, not inside the studio. <laughs> we need your money. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> no, but um, break out the umbrellas. It's so confusing to me. This whole thing is one of the. I, I, I've stuck to the story since since it cracked because I'm so fascinated by it. Because one, um, I wasn't a big uh, Coen Brothers Hell Caesar fan, but mm-hmm. I loved Alden Ehrenreich in that. I thought he was a perfect um, star, star making performance. And they cast him as Han Solo, and I'm like, this could work, man. Okay, I get this. And then uh, you have someone like Kathleen Kennedy, who seems like she's very hands-on. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't watching the dailies of a fucking 200 million Star Wars legacy movie, a big mm-hmm. movie like Han Solo. And it took Alden Ehrenreich to go talk to some producers and be like, hey, man, I mean, they're t- turning this into an Ace Ventura comedy is what they used. They said it was turning into Ace Ventura comedy. I hope those leak somehow. I want to see Dude, I want to see that movie, yeah. But he it. said that they are turning Han Solo into Ace Ventura. And uh, so he went to some producers and some heavy hitters, and mm-hmm. they're like, well, we'll get this up to Kathleen Kennedy. And then she came in and watched the dailies. 75 80% of that movie filmed. Mm-hmm. That blows me away right there where someone's not watching the dailies. It takes your star to go well, up and be like, I don't think this should, is the, the right I tone. Mean, just in like, uh, uh, it's late. My brain's not working. Just in like script readings. Yeah. Can he tell just from that like two weeks in, be like, this is a weird tone to this or something. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I guess you're talking with my ass. We, yeah. we get all right the same <laughs> Hey, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> 
we can all write, you know, the same paragraph down, but the way you say it is going to yeah. change the... Yeah, the it's, it's the frying pan test for a movie. Like, yeah. you look at, you know, this movie, if I hit someone with a frying pan, is it, are they going to, you know, get knocked out? Is it going to be a comedic thing? Yeah. Is it going to break the frying pan? Yeah. Like, what's it going to do? That's true. But again, this yeah. is 2017. You know how many ways you can watch dailies now? Yeah. It blows my mind. It's just... It's just, just, it's just a floppy disk and send just, it over <laughs> It's just weird to me that it took 70% of the movie to be done before he's like, this feels weird. But what the <laughs> fuck is Kathleen like, Kennedy doing? This is well, like a big too. deal, man. That is true. Han Solo just movie. completely turn over the reins and be like, I don't even need to see it. You guys are good. Yeah. So I'm very fascinated. I just hope that it's good. <laughs> I hope so, too. I, it sounds I like so. a horrid fucking mess. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like I said, I like Alden Ehrenreich, so I hope that they yeah. uh, let him play a little bit, you know, and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. See what happens. That's what I got. Yeah. All right, is there anything that you wanted to add? I don't think so. I get all my news from... Listening to this. Shithouse.com. Get it from the AV uh, Facebook page, so I don't think there's anything else. What about you, Brad? You got anything about? No, man, I'm, that's about all I... Tap yeah, out. Yeah, I, was, uh, I didn't even get to keep an eye on movie news this week at all. That's why I was kind of broadsided with some of it, but... Um, I, like I said earlier, I didn't know shit about Shazam. <laughs> I think that's pretty evident. <laughs> uh, but uh, where can Video Land find you guys? Oh, we're going to talk about what we watched? Come on. If you want to. I've been on, man. We watched Stranger Things, man. Yeah, I watched Stranger Things twice. I watched a movie called Raw. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix. Oh. People should watch it. It's uh, Breaking it's a, news. Oh, shit. Warner Brothers, Brett Ratner, Sever Ties. Yep. Saw that coming. So, uh, so, so yeah. Update to news from I hope, earlier. I hope he cashed that check, like he yeah, said, yeah. because he's done now there. So. Um, but I watched this movie called Raw. It's probably the one of the best horror movies to come out this year, no. other than other than uh, Get like Out. Heard of that. Um, it's a French film about a cannibal in college. She's like a vegetarian and goes to this hazing ritual, and they like make her eat rabbit meat, and then she mm. starts to get a taste for human flesh, and it's really fucking creepy and awesome. It's on Netflix, you said? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Hmm. I feel like I heard something about yeah. that. People, uh, it was a movie that like people were like passing out and vomiting in the theaters in France. Is it that bad? It's, there's some pretty fucked up shit in it, yeah. Hmm. It's it's awesome, though. Think I'd like it? I think you would. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, you like cannibalism. Sure, yeah. You like, <laughs> you like eating things. <laughs> um, you like Star Wars? <laughs> you like Star Wars? I love this one. I watched, uh, I, I have two shows right now, because it's kind of like a dead season for, for like shows on cable for me, but uh, Nathan For You on Comedy Central, you ever watch that? Oh. Fucking, it's brilliant. It's a, a like a business major, he was like in, a B in business major. It's like those bar rescue shows, where they mm-hmm. go in and they try to like fix your like failing business or whatever. Mm-hmm. He goes in with like just crazy fucking ideas that like shouldn't work, like a yogurt place is going under and he's like, you're going to sell shit flavored yogurt, and they're like... No, that's never gonna work. But then, like, people line up like crazy to get shit flavored yogurt, <laughs> and so like it's it's a very intricate, like, detailed show. Check it out; it's fucking great. Um, the Good Place, which is a show I didn't expect mm. to really like on NBC, fucking awesome. Really like deep, like convoluted stuff about people that die and and go to the Good Place, <laughs> and they're trying to like, and she's not one of the characters is definitely had like a shit life as a human being and got mixed up with someone else and got put in the good place so it's her trying to pretend to be a good person in this place that she's not supposed to be um awesome and then i played uh the video game the Fra- south park's the fractured butthole oh, oh. yeah which by the way i Fucking love awesome. i love that title it's yeah. great because <laughs> right. the title was something else uh, well, about, I the, the about title... a butt reference and then they changed it their studio was like no so they changed it to that and didn't understand it's such a fun <laughs> play on words too fractured butthole yeah, yeah. 
fractured butthole. Yeah, yeah it's great. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's as good it's as the first one there. The, better. Better. The gameplay oh, is significantly it. better. Yeah. The story's not maybe as good, but the story's still great because it's about superheroes and like yeah, it's yeah. it's making fun of all I the like that first man. game. That was yeah. awesome. And by the way, I've been watching South Park the last two seasons now. I'm mm. a little couple episodes behind, um, but they are on fire, man. Yeah. South Park is so good. And they did an episode just before this game. Uh, the Coon. They did uh, the, the superhero. I'm three episodes yeah. behind. Oh, this okay. Year. So they did. They did an episode like the the night before this game came out. They like set up stuff on it too. So they're like really in tune with it. And uh, the gameplay is fun. The the story is fun. And it's like, like I said, it makes fun of like DCU, DCU <laughs> and MCU and like. Their whole arc is how they're yeah, going to yeah, set yeah. up their like they, mar- their their movie franchises. So, like, yeah. like, you're going to get a Netflix series, <laughs> and you're going to get. They've got the whole board where they're going to like. Funny. This is what our, our universe is going to look like. I'm just confused though. Why would they make fun of the MCU? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, there's there's some things you can you can poke at, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. It's good stuff. Uh, what you been watching? Um, I watched The Good Place. I don't think I like it as much as you. I'll I think look. it's kind of. It's in a weird place right now, so we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. It was, it's intriguing. It's an interesting show. It's very interesting. Um, uh, but I don't have cable, so I'm going to have to kind of wait for the rest of it to yeah. pick up on Netflix. Because uh, the first season's on Netflix. Uh, I watched uh, recently the Mindhunter Oh, is that show. good? Yeah. I loved it. I thought that was How fantastic. many uh, episodes of that? I want to say it's like nine. You watched all those already? Nine? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. TV watching fool. This has been over the last couple of weeks. I don't yeah. come on here every week and talk about what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really one. good. I would check it out if I were you. I'd it's like a very different type of kind of pers- police procedural, character driven, very so. character driven, but very interesting. In the Is it Phil David Fincher? Um, it's got yeah. some Zodiac vibes to it. Yeah, Does it? yeah. I think he, it he looks directed like the it. first couple or something. He didn't direct all the episodes, but uh, yeah, it's. It's another one of those ones where it's set in a time frame, and they do a great job of just making it feel like it's set there. Mm-hmm. And 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 I like I I've heard people that didn't like some of the acting. I thought the acting was great. The, the main the serial first, killer that they first talked to, that oh, dude, that guy's that fantastic. Dude's fucking nominated for some serious yeah, shit. Fantastic. He's phenomenal. Yeah. And then the, the older FBI guy that's been around, he's, he's fantastic too. I don't Does know it make for for good binge watching? No. 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 Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's tough to sit through. It's hours a, it's a that. slow. It's a slow show. It's very mm-hmm. slow. Uh, it's it's better call Saul kind of slow. So like, yeah, yeah. Kind of need to take <laughs> yeah, yeah, take your time with this one. Don't don't binge it. Um, what else did I watch? Well, I watched the Baba Duke la- last night. Whatever. Oh yeah, you texted me on that yeah, one. Yeah, he said that was shit. Was it, it? It was okay. I'm not a big horror person per yeah. se. Anyway, it was interesting. Yeah, but then I told you to watch The Shining, and you said that was shit. I didn't say The Shining shit. <laughs> I watched part of The Shining tonight before I got him over here. I love The Shining. Uh, what else have I been watching? And there's a shit ton of Stranger Things now. What else man. do you watch? You're like, man, you were watching something else. I'm like, well, that sucked too. Oh, I don't know if I want to say what that was. Which one was that? I'm okay. Say. Well, you, you uh, have, you, you it was another. Reasons. It was a little independent thing that was not as good as I hoped it was going to be. Um, what else have I been? I don't. That's about it. For right now, I think. Like I said, South Park, just like you, I'm a couple of sides behind. But yeah, I've, I've enjoyed this season so far. So I look forward to catching up on that. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching too much, man. I watched uh, Evil Dead 1 and 2. We had our verses. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I did want to say something. Yeah. Two weeks ago, maybe, I watched La La Land. Did not like it at all. Really? <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Wow. It blows my mind that it was like so Man. highly touted I th- as a best I think picture. it's probably a movie seeing in the theater is a very different experience than watching what it. What did you I like about it? It was just boring as hell, man. Seems like right the up your music, alley, too, no, man. The music was 
most of the music I really? listened to, I thought was shit. The story <laughs> was like the story was like See boring. Stars. Yeah, yeah. The music Man. I did not care for the music. I Ryan Run, uh, Gosling was okay, but his singing was atrocious. You. How dare you, it was sir. just. Do you too... like his shoes? He had some badass shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like shoes. Best Oscar for shoes goes to. So do you? Uh, you just did you like the care. ending? I didn't really give a shit at that point because I didn't care. I just wow, didn't care. That was about my the number character. one last. I know, year. and yeah. I'm shocked because I thought it was a pretty wow. shitty movie. So Man, I, don't, I don't even know what to say now. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it just was. I was just sitting there like I don't understand the love for this movie. <laughs> Especially because they they said, "Oh, it I harkens back to the old classic musicals." It can't hold a fucking candle to singing in the rain. Yeah, I give you that. It's not even sure. close to that type yeah. of stuff. So it just. Maybe the expectations the were so high. Yeah, so maybe the expectations are way too high for me for, for La La Land, but it just was not impressive for me at all. Right on. Well, I'll keep so. mine short. I didn't have too much I was able to watch because um, you know how I get into my verses. Mm-hmm. I watched Evil Dead 1 and 2, I think, three three times, you know, trying to get into it. and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, not that that was a problem, but really trying to break things down because it was a, it was a tricky versus because... With, um, like, say, one of our awards was Best Cabin. You mm. really don't get to see the exterior cabin too much. I went back a couple times. It was, like, freeze-framing it, like, inspecting <laughs> the cabin. And then I was doing some research, research on the exterior of both cabins because they're two different uh, uh, cities, two different states, you know, uh, two different cabins, things like that. So I, mm. I did a lot of research, man. So that that killed me mm. doing, doing that. And then... Um, watching Stranger Things and, you know, how I do my outlines is I write a complete review. So I had to write a review for Stranger Things Season Mm 2, you know, and then break it down, you know, turn it into our episode. That's always take some time. And then I've been doing some editing on the website, you Mm -hmm. know. So um, that's pretty much what I've been doing. And then... um, And getting prepped for a new Pantheon season. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then I have to, you know, go from Evil Dead 1 and 2... And I, I have to. I already knocked out the three Toy Stories. Yeah, see, and I then have to do them again. Um, They're easy to digest, though. <laughs> yeah, but so with with me, I uh, I have to start prepping for that first. So I'm mm-hmm. starting to think about some questions I want to ask everybody at the table. Start writing that outline, and I do that while I'm watching, and I do a lot of research. And like it's like with Evil Dead One and Two, I read essay after essay and getting some different perspectives. And <laughs> so same thing with Toy Story. So I'm kind of prepping on that. And it was still Halloween, still October. I didn't want to pop in my first Toy Story movie until after I got kind of the horror movies out of the way. Um, in the last couple of days, we've been watching, you know, uh, we do a thing at the house when it's close to Halloween. We all watch a horror film and we all we, we all pick one um, in the family and we have to sit there. We have to, you know, wipe out our schedule. We have to sit there. We, <laughs> we have to watch. tie each other down. Yeah, we have to watch. We make it a big family thing. So um, I, we've been watching horror movies like crazy. Um, other than that, man, that's all I've been all I've been doing. So I've been trying to get some video game in, uh, video game time in. Mm-hmm. I've been playing some Halo and some uh, Grand Theft Auto with a friend of mine, Brandon. Sometimes with Ryan, and I tell you what, dude, AV and video games don't mix. I can't find the fucking time. <laughs> I can't because if I sit down and play Grand Theft Auto or Halo, I want a couple hours. You're like, oh, I yeah. could do this for an hour, and then six hours later, you're yeah. like, I could. Whoa, oh, fuck. shit! I gotta watch two movies to reverses. I gotta figure out Pantheon. I gotta do. I need um, to set up my iPad next to me so I can watch it and play games. Yeah, I gotta do my yeah because we've been uh, two months from now. We'll be into Pantheon, and you guys know how that gets. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, man! And I've been enjoying the break. Like I was talking to Nathan um, two or three days ago, and you know he was like, "Man, I don't like these breaks." Yeah, I think you were like that oh, he, too. He and I were talking about it at work. He's like, you know, I don't like these breaks and Jones and for some Pantheon movies. Yeah, we are like, it's like once Pantheon's here, it's like, man, it's go go go, and then, yeah, yeah. then you get this long break, and you're like, man. 
I wish I had like something I was forced to watch. Right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's just like you know, for me, just think of it this way, guys: all the love, all the hatred, everything goes through me. <laughs> okay, and wow, you talk about exhausting when it's all said and done. I got this person message me back. I can't believe Kyle didn't vote for this. Kyle's like, I can't believe this fucking guy didn't vote for this. You know, I'm just using names. I don't, I don't give you shit. No, about no, but I'm saying there's, and then there's, you know, you, except for when Marshall's like nominating stupid shit. Like, but it, <laughs> all I, my shit is pantheon. All of that, sh- and then the uh, the Facebook post, people mm-hmm. leaving the group. You know, oh my god, all that stuff goes through me, and mm-hmm. it's it's exhausting. <laughs> so I've been. You take I, it to heart too much sometimes. And yeah. uh, I do. I tell you what, like I haven't even done some episodes the last couple of months, man. I've, there's probably five or six that I just stepped back and yeah. like Seth, fucking take it, man, because <laughs> I'm enjoying my vacation time here. Mm-hmm. But it's coming back, and I do have fun with it. So um, it's two months. yeah, two months. Um, so it's gonna be cool to have that back. But man, it's when that happens, we got some big verses coming up. Mm-hmm. We have some big marathons, and I'm sure. I don't know. I think uh, including myself, some people. Didn't like getting their nomination stepped on last year, so I think uh, this year might be a little bit uh, more safe. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure we're still. I think have I'm some going the opposite direction. I want to be the first person to get that movie in where people are like, I don't know what the fuck this is, and yeah. then they like it. Hmm. So I'm curious. I think one. I think we're gonna be really busy because I think uh, when we. Uh, do AFI top uh, top five, and I think I haven't haven't decided this yet, but I think with Daniel Day Lewis retiring, mm-hmm. we might just do a Daniel Day Lewis marathon. That'll be fucking heavy. Great. Yeah, yeah. So there's but there's a lot of there's Take a lot of stuff there, and I just released the versus episodes to my cousin Wayne, which I had to work on that. Mm-hmm. All right, and I've been thinking about redoing some uh, marathon stuff for next year to coincide with what is actually releasing, because that's when you get the more mm-hmm. you know uh, content uh, hits and everything else. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm restructuring some things, and I, I I see what's going on, and I see marathons versus and pantheon being. We're going to be voting a lot next year. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. I think some things will get through and, and passed up to council. So, yeah, it's coming back, yeah. and when it when it hits, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard. But this Saturday, we're going to get drunk and talk about all that. At least I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Do what you want. Here you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, Operation Weatherproof, Marshall. Oh, yeah. It's cold as fuck in this it studio so right now, and it's raining. Uh-huh. I think it's still raining. You might have heard that. So, uh Let's get this shit fixed. So, uh, yeah, Operation Operation Weatherproof, we're, st- what, stage one? Yeah, so uh, we're at phase one. Phase one, so trying to get some uh, insulation in here to help, uh, like I said, with the cold and then with the heat in the summer. So whatever people can uh, drop in the bucket, uh, you can hand to us in person or we can drop on the it website. In the <laughs> we can drop it in the bucket or uh, PayPal on the website. Go through the website, yep, and help out just any little bit. That you can uh, contribute would be great, so we don't freeze our asses off. I'm gonna throw in five off. bucks tonight into the kitty. Mm. You guys want to throw any in? Well, if you check your email while we were sitting here and I was getting colder, I dropped a hundred bucks down. Oh on it. damn, so good man! I, I want to be warm in this motherfucker <laughs> when we talk about shit. Look at that shit! I got twenty five cents in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Every little bit counts. Yes. Every little. Well, that uh, should be uh, Kyle just put us over pretty, phase one then. Yeah, there you go. Because uh, I didn't have it completely counted, but I think we're about fifty bucks short for phase one, so yeah. we should be, yeah, we should be around four fifty. So thank nice. you very much. Um, but yeah, so phase two um, that that happened pretty quick too. I mean, that was about three bad. weeks, and uh, we conquered phase one. Nice. Um, I don't think my uh, Pope's renovations doing <laughs> all most of the work for free. Um, nice, phase nice. two. 
he's going to uh, charge us a little bit of money, but yeah. hey, you know he's going to do all of Phase One for free, which is framing this entire ceiling yeah. to be like a new model you awesome. know, garage, awesome, and then reconnecting awesome, awesome. the garage door to it and everything, and then um, even some lighting. Because uh, be nice. you know how we always, it, it, you're not in here, guys, but we stand on the chairs to show off the fucking lights. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna have a light yeah. switch. Oh my there. god! Oh, no, goddamn! We're gonna have track lighting. We're basically you know, running um, off of two spotlights and Christmas, Christmas lights. lights. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and, that's our lighting. In phase situation. two, we'll be putting the drywall up, mm-hmm. mudding all that. That'll be a white ceiling. Mm-hmm. When we're taking pictures, it's gonna be a lot brighter in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So man, this is gonna be so so good. And by this time, I'm hoping by you know. Um, Long term was I was hoping like by fall next year, but I think we'll probably be able to, you know, move it up. I mean, phase two is a little bit harder. It's uh, six fifty, mm-hmm. but man, we knocked out four hundred bucks pretty quick. So um, I try to put in twenty five bucks a week mm-hmm. is what I try to do. Um, but uh, yeah, so again, thanks Kyle, and yeah. then we will uh, we'll fucking get there, man. Nice. I want next awesome. year. I don't want to hear crickets either. And with the, no crickets. when we have the insulation in, mm-hmm. that's phase one too. Is that yeah. the insulation in the yes. frame, like you said? That right there is going to cut off a lot of the uh, the outside noise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it takes some time, but we'll get there. And I said, fuck it, man. The You know what um, sold me on the idea to just say fuck it and do it, right? Mm-hmm. Was the last two marathon episodes. <laughs> cricket. The cricket. <laughs> the cricket guest I star. couldn't stand it, man. And uh, yeah, that was nuts. And a lot of that sound comes through because there's no insulation here, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to block all that off and change that. No more ruined episodes. Nice quality content from now on so, um where can they find you uh you can find me on the facebook group uh you know talking shit about evil dead 2 uh <laughs> getting yelled at on other podcasts when i'm not even present um i couldn't remember what he said he didn't even say he was anything like, oh, bad yeah he was, I don't know, he was like fuck him for that opinion yeah. <laughs> and that what? was sick. like what and he got on the next day brian did he was like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to say that <laughs> Like, what the fuck did you even say? They're like waiting, and it's like the very end of the episode. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. There was nothing. Because <laughs> um, I even think I was on the side. Uh, yeah. I, I, I you in, you I chimed like, in, yeah. I was like, oh, that's hard. But I was joking because it wasn't hard at all. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, Kyle on there. Mo- movie script life <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook uh, group, Marshall, and then on uh, Instagram, Focus Jones. Right on. You can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram. We are all over the place, but the conversation begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its Finest Hour. Until next time, my good people, stay strange.